Hello, and welcome to episode 170 of the Gaming Fix podcast on May 1st, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite video game portmanteau. I am joined today by Allison. Oh god, um, pass, uh, uh. All right. Jeepers, uh... We will come back to you. Pokemon. Pat. Pokemon. Pocket Monster. Okay, good. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. That's good. Pat. Oh, I have have no idea. I can't even think of any other ones that exist. Yeah, I can can list off some options for you. Sure, yeah. We got uh, Revengeance. Oh, God, (laughs) right. That one's... That one is only barely a portmanteau because it's basically portmanteauing the same two words <laughs> <laughs> this is true uh we've got uh oh i have metroidvania that's not a game title though uh, no no it's a video game portmanteau it doesn't have to be a okay, game okay. title it just has okay, to be fair. like a video, video game, game related, related. portmanteau okay. uh digimon oh ooh. uh you got returnal uh topical which we'll be talking about in I just ju- I, a bit. I don't want to just. I don't just want to say it because I like the game. But Returnal is a really good one. Okay. It's it's like the way that it like. I mean, Pokemon is too, of course. But like the mm-hmm. way that it all. Revengeance is a sick ass game, but that's a stupid title. <laughs> but it's like so stupid. It like comes no. back around. Comes all the way around to being like <laughs> not good. It's a dumb title. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Well, also joining Bayonetta. us, Alex. Bay- is no, it's not Bayonet a and I don't know what the Edda. Edda? Ba- no, it's Bayonet it's and Beretta. It's it's Bayonet Beretta Bayonetta. So I got oh, shit. I don't, I don't know if that's. I don't, a, I don't know. If no, that's but it, it makes but. sense. I've also been playing that game. By the way, we haven't. I haven't talked about Bayonetta it. slaps. Okay, Bayonet is awesome. Yeah, my partner I got, and I've been playing I have, it on the couch. I got two. I got Waluigi. And I've got, despite the fact that I'm not into Monster Hunter, the War Monica. Okay, yeah. Okay. War Monica is is also like it technically fits the bill, but it has the whole first word, like it has the whole word in it. Isn't it? I guess Returnal does too. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pa- Palico is good too. Palico like is a- good. Yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter's yeah. got a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, that's, turns out that's, just about everything about Monster Hunter is good. There's not really anything. Well, yeah. Basically, the like games, <laughs> the colonial narrative in Monster Hunter World sucks. Otherwise, everything that I know about Monster Hunter is good. Yeah, it's, uh, Monster Hunter is pretty good game. Uh, but we don't have Monster Hunter today. No, no one's playing Monster Hunter right now. We, I don't know. We, maybe got, Pat's playing a little bit, but no, we got, we got good games Will, today. But, so. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa! Hey. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Usually, our game, our games are fucking terrible. No, no. Except when we talk about Monster Hunter, I had dumb games last <laughs> week, but they were good. No, I'm joking. Stupid. Not, stupid. Uh, <laughs> I, I can, can poop in a game doesn't make it bad. No, the shitty games. It may make it shitty, but it doesn't make it bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, since we're talking about talking about games, uh, Alex, you you got. Hey. You got one game this week. I, I do. I have one game, and it's an old game. It's mm-hmm. an oldie, but a newie. Yeah, it is. What what was old is new again. Um, 
And that is something, well, something you know, old, something blue, something version one point two two. Wow! I, I someone really should pay you for this. I I, I b- bravo I, bravo sending sending this in to Game Informer. <laughs> Hire me! Wow. Uh, well, that's near replicant. Everyone, How, what did you? Bring? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I ain't got nothing to follow that up cause that was good. Um, near replicant. It is a video game. Uh, what was old is new again as is true because that's also kind of the theme of near replicant. Uh, <laughs> because if you've not played near replicant, it is the game that came out what in 2010, 2011. Yep. Justin uh, McElroy hated the fishing. Yep. That's its legacy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's like in the West at least. Yes. Yeah. And it, it was, of course, the uh I'm gonna say prequel, but Nier Automata was the sequel to Nier uh Replicant. Nier is the sequel Gestalt. to Drakengard. Wait, well it's a sequel to ending E of Drakengard. Yeah. Well, so what? <laughs> Do we need uh, to get into the lineage? Stand? Like I'd, uh, I I mean, mean it's only Drak- because <laughs> only because the reason that near happens is because a giant salt lady falls through a, p- a portal over modern day Tokyo and then explodes and rains magic dust everywhere and that's why things get fucked up which is a pretty good what? like yep. yes that is that is basically what the way happened. that I don't know if that's like a joke or real no it's because not no it is it is very like, serious yeah it's like the, honestly bring, fucking Yoko Taro magic. yeah like it's yeah. basically a bad ending and then she brings magic and then that that gives birth to the world of Nier. The nothing else about Dragon Guard matters. Like the characters of Dragon Guard don't matter. The dragon the fact that there's a dragon doesn't matter. The dragon just that the dragons, it's just that this lady falls through a portal, the giant it's like the final boss or whatever of Dragon Guard yep. three. Um and she falls through this portal and explodes all over Tokyo and that's causes magic, which yep. I appreciate the fact that, that Yokotaro is like yeah, if magic just happened, it would kind of end the world, wouldn't it? Which is what happens in Nier. Yep. Uh, and also funny, and just all of the Nier stuff coming out recently, there's the story of how Drakengard actually got started that came out uh, from yeah. some interview. I can't remember which interview it was, sorry. But uh, basically saying uh, they had set up this pitch and brought it to Sony. Sony. Yeah, at E3 or something. At E3, and, yeah, at some conference. And basically... Sony, the the reps at Sony were like, they're the ones that were going to fund it and distribute and stuff like that. And uh, Yosuke Saito, I think it was, who flew out to America to pitch it to the Sony mm-hmm. people. And the Sony people were just so tired and exhausted. They didn't even really read the pitch. They just approved it yeah. blindly, assuming yep, they were presumably oh, because, because it was like, it was, it was Square Enix. They're like, oh, Square makes good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, and also like, Part of that story was they were worried that like, oh, this is going to be like too dour too, and like they're not going to like be down with something like this. And then they're it just is. like, oh yeah, whatever, go. I mean, yeah, make it. <laughs> we won't spoil any story stuff for people that are going to play it for the first time, but it is a depressing video game. <laughs> it is. It is possibly the most nihilistic series I can think yes. of. Um, it is more depressing than fishing, Nier Automata. You go IMO. fishing and you yep. plant some flowers and you garden. Like, yep. what, what, you, I don't see do. the, what's, <laughs> what's the issue? And the gardening takes real time. Like, oh, real world there in, we go. Okay, in, yeah, yep. no, I see your point. 
Yep. Uh, no, the, burn it all and down. Now, and now you can't just, you used to just be able to spoof it because it was on a console uh, that like was like, clock. Mo- a lot of people just didn't connect their PS3s to the internet. So like you could just yep. mess with system you could, clock. Couldn't you, you just, just do that now? System. You cannot change a system clock on, on Wait, like PS5s from what I understand. What? That's what not I've been even, hearing is that there's easily, yeah. you can't change the system. I don't know about PS4 if you're playing it there. Um, like, but, I understand and like you can't the internet you but. don't change your system clock on your PC I mean theoretically you can yeah. but uh it's much less it's of just a so simple prospect connected that I feel yes. like that'd be really difficult and, uh, from what I understand it may be that you that changing the system clock doesn't work because it pings mm, mm-hmm. the internet for I'm not just sure connect from yeah. the internet um but uh I've not tried yeah but yeah could. I mean if if to speed up the farming in near if you want to disconnect your system from the internet and change the system clock like i mean that is certainly a, a choice of, but a lot of work it'll i believe it farms while you're not playing like it grows while you're not playing yes mm-hmm. you don't have to keep it on like usually crops yeah. take like two days or something like 48 hours uh but you can also use oh, can fertilizers. you pay can you pay money for those fertilizers is this like a, no. a free-to-play you, type situation oh not like real world money you can pay <laughs> in-game currency for fertilizer or you can just find it out in the world so it yeah. sounds so like you basically thing, just find people say, find shit in the world and go hmm, to literal shit yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah like the, literally because it only it's, works it's, if you have a ps5 with a disk drive though people always said that the <laughs> original near is like the combat was bad i never felt that way i i really enjoyed playing that game when i played it but um it sounds like that's the biggest improvement besides the visuals that this version has is that the combat is closer to automata yeah it feels like a platinum game like when i played the original like i did play the original back in like 2011 or something i borrowed it from a friend for a weekend and i uh i think i'm almost further now than i was then so like i i I was like yeah this seems cool but i just never got into it so have you um, have you finished the first route currently no i'm taking my time with this one no no that's good I'm just curious um, because what I will say about this is not a spoiler because it's I'm not going to say anything about what actually changes. But when you go to Rao B and near Automata, it's like, oh, cool. And then over the course of the story, shift. yeah, it's a perspective shift. And then over the course of the story, you're like, oh, shit. OK, this is crazy. Uh, near Replicant is more like you start Route B and you're like, wait, what? Wait, what? What? And then you just <laughs> basically have like a rolling mind explosion for the rest of the <laughs> the the route. Oh, um, cool. it's, it it's sounds, pretty it's pretty fun. It sounds like it's also good to take this slow, at least yes. like the first time, because there's a lot of side stuff that will just be rendered uncompletable, like incompletable if you yeah. like pass a certain yeah. point. Yeah, there and is like a... you can't even on like New Game Plus or whatever, you can't do that stuff. And I think the side stuff is worth doing for the narrative parts of it. Totally. It sucks, but it's interesting. Yeah, like I will say uh, mechanically they're not extremely engaging. No. It's a lot of basically fetch quests. That's, like wow, the quest yeah. design, the quest design is straight out of a, a 10 plus year old RP, uh, JRPG. So and like Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah. A real but reborn. Like, but honestly, um, so I had been doing mainly just main story stuff, but then I was like, you know what? I like being in the world of Nier. Let's just 
let's just like it's a cozy world despite all of its nihilism and just depressing topics and everything like that um so i was like yeah i'm just gonna slow down i'm gonna stop where i'm at in the main story which is like um i just rescued the shopkeepers like the kid shopkeepers mother we'll say Mm, or or learned the story of that and now i'm on to the next part uh i I was like yeah (laughs) I mostly I know, remember all this stuff, but I gotta. I, I really should play this version of it because apparently it's there's really some good, cool new shit in it too. That yeah, is, I'm like, not. I'm, I don't know what the new shit is, but one of the new from, shits. Sorry, I've heard it's not monumental to the story. It's not like new revelations or anything, but it's like mm. cut content that's cool to play, oh, cool. even if it's not uh, huge for the story. That's neat. Yeah, like I will say, some of the new shits that it's got is the fact that literally every line is voice acted by every character, like even That's side awesome. characters. Like, and That's it's the original neat. cast too, as far as I know. Yep, it is. And like, uh, if you just go to a random NPC just walking around a village, and there's lots of them in your uh, near replicant, much more so than like near Automata, you only really had like the village that had people, and then like the robot village would have robots that you mm-hmm. could talk to. And that was kind of it. Like you would get random stuff in the desert where you could talk to people, but here there's lots more just wandering people. And every single one you talk to, they got voice acting, and the voice That's acting awesome. is all good, and the localization wow. is good. Uh, it's just, it's good. It, I, I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I'm about eleven ish hours in, uh, and. Yeah, it's probably going to take me a week or two to actually finish it, but it's it's it, near, baby. If if you like near, you should play it. If you don't know if you'll like near because you've never played it, know that it's it's old for one. Uh, this game in particular, and know that <laughs> it takes some time. But once you put in the time, it's a hundred percent worth it. I actually think it's a game that is if you're like an enthusiast at all, I think you should play it because I think it's it's a game that is like still staggeringly oh, unique the only yeah. other game that i can think of like it is near automata and even then i still think that near has a sensibility that is separate from automata the original near does um and it is i think a really playing both of those games is a really great look at um actual um storytelling from an artistic perspective and seeing things concepts like rhyming narrative rhyming and um a lot of the concepts are um more philosophical and kind of metaphorical than what you get in a lot of or the more complex allegories and metaphors than what you get in a lot of games it's not just like um you know like this represents war and war is bad it's much more um esoteric and kind of uh heady than what you get in a lot of games without being super pretentious that's the thing that is so impressive to me about yeah yeah, that's what's so impressive to me about yoko taro's storytelling is that it doesn't come off like i disco elysium is one of my favorite written games ever you can make an argument that it's got some pretentious stuff in it um i tend to agree with a lot of what it's saying and i don't have a problem with that at all but you never feel playing near like you're being talked down to or having something explained to you, which I think is what is um, like having a concept explained to you. I mean, of course, characters explain things, but um, I don't know. I think it's if you have any love for narrative in games, I really do think it's worth playing because 
I and I personally feel having thought about it a lot, they're both pretty incredible stories in my opinion, but I think I appreciate the original near story a little more than Automata yeah. uh personally. Yeah. Um even I, though I love I, Automata I as well. Why. But like also Allison, you were kind of talking about this in our chat. It's like you never finished near Automata or Automata, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Automata. Anyways, uh I always say automata because I think automatons, but anyways. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think so too. I think you're correct that that's the pronunciation. I just say automata because that's what I always say. Because it's, co- it's cozy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't actually care. <laughs> Pronounce it how yeah, you want, Yeah, it's, it's something that yeah. I wanted to finish, but yeah. I just never did for, yeah. I don't know, stuff and, got in the way. It, it happens. Automata say, is the plural of automaton, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's automata. Enough. I, I didn't realize okay. it was, I thought it was just like a fake word, but. No. <laughs> hey, we you learned something today, Andre. You learned yeah, today. Uh, but but Allison, I might suggest you play this first because Okay. Because like, I've seen a lot of discourse about like which one should you play first. When you mentioned it, I was like, fuck that, play near one first. And I didn't mean to be like aggressive about no, it. No, no, I no, actually... no. You weren't. I was just I just saw I just saw people on on, on the Twitter saying, Oh, play Automata first. <laughs> I, or Automata I, first. Yeah. And <laughs> like uh, I, I think it because I think having played Automata and really, really loved it, uh, going back and having like kind of like, it's like watching a sequel and then finding all of the references in the original, like a movie or a book or something like that. And then be like, oh, this would have been way more impactful had I known that. Mm. Like things like, like, I'll just say these without context, like the library. Like yeah. when that scene happens in Automata, I, my mind would have been fucking blown. Yeah. Or like the fact that Devla and Popola, like who are really, they're really major characters in the original Nier. Like, yeah. Uh, and they, you don't really get that from the sequel. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, well, I didn't realize inter- these were so central. <laughs> what I'll be interested to see is if, I mean, it's clear that they're going to make another Nier game because uh, I hope so. <laughs> Square has talked about it as being a franchise and there's no. Square would have had no reason to remaster this game <laughs> if they weren't going to make another one. Um, they wouldn't be putting like tons of work into right. Final right. Fantasy XIV. This is 14, a lot of effort into the raids. <laughs> like they maybe would have remastered this one so people people could buy it again, but they wouldn't have mm. done a full repass on the voice acting and stuff. Unless yeah. they right, they're putting a lot into yeah. this. Um, if they were just like, I don't know, we just want to be nice what, to people. Like without any spoilers, <laughs> like. There certainly are the things you're saying, Alex, but also if you are someone who's like, I'm allergic to playing near replicant. I mean, you can play Automata first. It's not like the, the, oh, there's yeah, no. some like deep narrative link that requires you to play them. It's not Star Wars. It's, it's just like, more, it's just more yeah. of a like personal preference. And yeah, yeah. imagine you, if you, all the Final Fantasy games took place in the same world. But did, but still had very separate narratives. That's kind of what this is like. Totally, yeah. And like when you in near Tama, when you get to Kaine's hut, like that has so much more significance from yep. playing the original near and knowing what it means. Uh, yep. Like, and then there's some things about uh, like near Tama where you you see two B and nine ass being like, huh. That's interesting, but like they don't have the context. And as a player, that's also how I felt. I was like, "Huh, okay." I I assume this has meaning, but I don't know it. But now I do. So I think it is. Both perspectives are completely valid. But yep. I think it's. I think it's might be more interesting if you come at it the other way. My plan is. I don't. I mean, 
hearing people talk about near replicant makes me want to just buy it and play it now, but I don't really have time to do that with everything else I'm doing. Um, what I'd like to do is when I get to the point in final fantasy where I can do the near raids. Oh yeah. Before I do those, although my friend spoiled a bunch of the stuff in those to me <laughs> and it, I was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, but, uh, he kept asking me questions cause he hasn't played automata. And I was like, you asking me these questions are spoilers, so please stop. But he wouldn't yeah. stop. It's um, really cool, because now... Um, you should have just spoiled the entire game for him. I should have, you're right. Uh, that's, that's the fight, only... Fight spoilers only, with spoilers. It's fine. I, I, only escalation is the answer. It, it seems like there's a lot more to see in the near raid. Anyway, I want to play... There's a lot. I want to play Replicant and Automata back-to-back, because I played the original yeah. near a few months before I played Automata and I had already forgotten some of the particular references that were being made in Automata. So um, I think it would be interesting to play them back to back to see how much aspects of their world building and narratives actually do link because they do certainly rhyme. So um, Mm. it would be, it'd be interesting. I don't know. It's a, yeah, and one, I guess I'll just leave it as a last thought. Like, we're going to talk about this more probably next week or the week after when I finish it. But um, I love the characters in this. Oh, <laughs> Grimoire, Grimoire Vice, yes. fucking rules. Kaine, fucking rules. Yes. Like, their voice acting is all really good. Kaine is so good because they Kaine play is her. an incredible character. Because they really do play her, like, in her first introduction to be like, oh, she's a standard JRPG pretty girl. But yeah. then. It, one of the first things she says is like, oh, I'm going to rip out their fucking eyeballs and piss in their sockets and stuff like that. And you're yep. like, okay, Kaine. Yep. <laughs> She's, she has an immense amount of depth and development over the course of those games. She's basically like a swearing version of how, if only Nomura had been able to play these games before Kingdom Hearts, because maybe then Kyrie would be as cool as Kaine. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, cause like in a lot of ways, she's like all of, all of what you would have wanted from a character like that. I mean, yeah, she, except she's for awesome. Kyrie is a, in a kingdom hearts. It's a kid's game. So probably shouldn't say <laughs> shit pig, but, uh, she is a great compound swearer. Like <laughs> she, and there's no overselling it. I mean, it's like whatever <laughs> the worst amount of profanity you can cram together in a sentence. She's saying it. Yeah. And Laura Bailey nails the, the voice yes. acting in the English version. Yes. She's got to get her together with the boys from days gone so they can learn a thing or two. Yep. <laughs> Expand their vocabulary. I, yep. If I'm not mistaken, she's also the voice actor for people like Trunks in Dragon Ball Z. So like you can right. kind of, you can, you can like kind of picture Trunks she, saying all this. She has, <laughs> and she has some of that, like, um, I don't know what the actual voice acting term for it is, but there's like a, a kind of gruffness and edge to Kaine's voice. That is in oh, Trump's yeah. voice as well. Like, uh, not like vocal fry, is it? No, not, like not really. Not really. No. Yeah, but it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, like vocal fry is like that's kind of like if you get a little bit of harshness to the voice that is there, but it's yeah. yeah. Like you're talking about like a tonality almost. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, yeah. Tiny's a great character, and you the more you learn as you as you go on, there's literal stuff in there where I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Um, and oh, there's cool. so much of that. Oh, even just some, some of the side quests. Sorry, I will leave it around here. But like, there's just like little side quests that tell tiny narratives within themselves that are just mm-hmm. like you could you could just do a full paper on them. Like if yeah. you were wanting to do an academic paper on like the arc that they've told here, like the lady in the lighthouse, like that little short story. 
like uh-huh. you could talk about it a lot. Like um, the one with the old man looking for his dog. You could totally yep. just have a little. You could write a lot that about stuff, that. It's, and it's, it's like it's, it's really good. It's it's short. Like it's have just you, side quests. <laughs> you've gotten to the desert stuff. Have you gotten to like foundation stuff like that? Um. Yes, that's actually where I, about where I stopped for. Okay. Uh, cool. For the main story, because I know that foundation has some shit in it. So. It's really cool. Really yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that's near replicant version one point two two three four. I don't know four seven four four eight seven one three nine. Apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh well that's not the only new game that came out last week I think right? so mm-hmm. like Friday or something last Friday okay. yeah uh well we've got more the new games keep coming we got uh Allison you brought they don't stop coming you, just speaking of your favorite portmanteau <laughs> and they hit the ground running that's the only reason I could think of it is mm-hmm. new Pokemon Snap is here yay. What, was it worth the 20 year wait? You know, okay. So well, it's it, more than 20 years at this point, isn't it? You know, I, it was about 20 years. Well, I feel like it's one of those series where I'm really glad they made another one, but it's, I don't know if it necessarily has the legs to be like a Only series that has like a ton of entries in it. So mm. at, at a certain point, like having this be so much later and, uh, being new uh new is just kind of it feels special because you're just going like you don't see just the gradual increase you see oh wow things look really beautiful and here are the new improvements and then oh here's the character from the first game what a glow up and you know it's 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 just it's just nice so wait sorry the character from like the kid in the the little trucky thing is in this again he shows it as a it shows up as a character yeah oh cool yeah. You now, see is him he like, like oh. old and grizzled? Because no, I mean he's not like, old and grizzled, but he's an adult, which is like, like I saw something life expectancy like expectancy in the Pokemon world <laughs> is like thirty, and that's why they have to send the kids all out at like the age of eight to ten. Is, is he Stress. still? Is he still holding his camera? And does he have like the the apples and stuff on his belt? I don't remember. I just I just saw him show up recently, and I was like, oh, it's you. Um, but my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's a it's it's a it's it's a fun. Uh, it, it, I think that basically, if what you want is Pokemon Snap but more and updated, it is absolutely worth playing because it is it is that it to a T, and so it's it's just very it's a very cozy game to be able to just mm. chill out and take pictures of Pokemon and throw apples at them and be like, oops, sorry, I hit you in the head with an apple, but no worries, right? And there are no worries, so it, it, it's just like if you want a, just a really chill game, it's it's a fun one to play, especially if you actually like Pokemon. I, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't really suggest it if you aren't a Pokemon fan, especially with the <laughs> price tag. 60 bucks is kind of a lot. I mean, but but it, there is a there is a fair amount of content, I mean, compared to the original game, which was extremely light on the content whereas here there's a lot i feel like there's a lot more um kind of places you can go with it especially Mm -hmm. since uh a lot of it is couch a lot of it is framed as like you were helping this research team Mm -hmm. so you need to get pictures of pokemon and all like 
that that kind of explains why they like the grading system is like this is what's going to be the most helpful for us for our research. So we want to have the whole Pokemon in the frame, have it be in the center of the frame, be close. Like it's 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 not so much like hey, wh- like why are you? What about my aesthetics? But it's like kind of more of like hey, this is what's going to be helpful for research. So I think kind of makes that kind of grading system make a little bit more sense. Um, but also you have to like categorize there's um star rankings for pokemon which are basically just like they aren't necessarily quality but more of like these are the different like kind of situations you can find pokemon in where it's like one star is just kind of basically hanging out and then the other stars are more like activity and doing interesting things so it's there's there's a lot more kind of to the i feel like photo taking aspect of it that in addition to having more courses, having an actual, um, probably pretty light on the ground, but actually their uh, narrative tying it all together and uh, objectives and things. So it's, yeah, it, it, I don't know how much there is to it, but I'm just really enjoying playing it so far. And I, I it as somebody that played like an upsetting amount of Pokemon Snap back in the day. This is just feels very much like, you know, it has the nostalgia feels to me where I'm just like, oh, because my Nintendo 64 or like my Nintendo 64 ended up being mostly a Pokemon system to be perfectly honest. It's funny. I actually, I was thinking about it the other day. I like the Pokemon, the Nintendo 64 Pokemon games more than I like pretty much any generation of mainline pokemon aside from a couple like i, I don't like it as much as the game good, boy ones but they had a lot of good shit on that system um where like, is the sequel to hey you pikachu so god i fucking that. loved hey you pikachu i was a kid so <laughs> i I'm, loved as it as a kid it's not a yeah. good game but like in sure. hindsight but like as a kid but, you're like i get to talk to pikachu like but seriously i w- i wish they would make another game like that because i think like it was really it was a clever game. It was doing stuff like with Ooh. the microphone and stuff that was so out there that it meant that like the actual gameplay, yeah, had its issues. But I don't know. You're I mean, yelling I, like reel it in Pikachu for like while it tries to I, catch a fish, and you're just like get the or or in the one where you're trying to make food, you're like get the carrot, and it's like Pikachu's like what, and you're like carrot, <laughs> and then it just like runs away. And but you're with just like, like Windows speed recognition, it could be great. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I imagine yeah. you could make a phone app with that right now. That yeah, like, totally. Use, like, oh like, yeah, that would be amazing. Like basically, just like a buddy app that, like, like a bonsai buddy, but, but Pikachu on your phone. Mm-hmm. And isn't malware? <laughs> and, and isn't malware yeah. exactly? And then also, other request is where is the sequel to the Lickitung Sushi mini game from oh, Pokemon oh, Stadium? That game, well, that game slap. They should make another oh. Pokemon Stadium anyway because that game is. No, I don't. I don't give a shit about that. I only oh, that want. So I, I <laughs> only I, want. Well, they too. should, so they can get all the perverts who only care about competitive out of like the regular Pokemon game. So they all just they play it. They take their Pokemon. They get out. They get into Pokemon Stadium. They're done. They they gotta give us just the Lickitung mini game as a, as a standalone sixty dollar product. Again, those mini games are very much like I played upsetting amounts well, of those mini games. Well, let's be honest, they don't need to make another Pokemon Stadium because the mainline Pokemon games at this point yeah. 
have the same level of fidelity that's right, or, like, right. Where it's like cool as a kid, it was like three D. It was like, yeah. oh my god, Pokemon! It's like they're real, and you're like, yeah. In hindsight, you're like the Nintendo sixty four graphics, but but they yeah. should make another Pokemon tournament, and sure. that's where they <laughs> should put the Lickitung mini game. Sure. Yeah. I uh, I would that would make me buy Pokken, which is a big ask, but I would buy it for the Lickitung yeah. mini game. So being back. Um, so Allison, I have a question. Yeah. So I also played a lot of Pokemon Snap many many years ago, and brought yeah. my my memory cart to Blockbuster Video to print stuff off and all of that stuff. But so like the thing you like you said, original Pokemon Snap. That's a short dang game, and it's what it encourages light on the ground for. content but and what it encourages is for you to replay the same levels over and over to get like different interactions and like you know basically get the perfect run is it similar here like is it encouraging you to go back and replay stages a lot to absolutely it it, absolutely well it's like you also can basically with your scores kind of level up your experience in each uh course and then you Mm. see different pokemon and you see more pokemon Oh, so it's like as Hitman. you level up. <laughs> so it's kind of like so there so there are Dang more courses, mastery. but also there's like it's not you you know I, I think if you've played a lot of Pokemon Snap, there's like the very specific like the beach, the first beach level, you know exactly where all the Pokemon are oh, going to go. Yeah, because you've played it so many times. Because you've played it so many times that you see like you just see it in you your see head. the matrix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas here, there's like you can, I, uh, there's there's a lot more re- replayability where it's not just okay. I know exactly where all these are going to be. You um, mm. you you level up, and then also you're like, I want to see if I can get a uh, different pose for these uh, Pokemon, and like I took a picture with just. It hanging out, but now I'm gonna throw an apple at its face and hopefully see that'll do something different. So wait, wait, I, I think that there's a lot. They added the a lot more content in here, which is which is cool because I think a lot of the fear about this, which is I think understandable, is that if they were just going to do a really faithful here's Pokemon Snap, but in mm. the again, it, it, like you can you can. Theoretically, beat Pokemon Snap very quickly if you just oh, yeah. want to, you know, see all the courses. But here, I feel like there's more reason to take the pictures, and then also more reason to replay and more reason. There's to also like jump into quite a few stuff. more courses than the original Pokemon Snap. Look, original Pokemon yeah. Snap only had like five or six courses, right? Yeah, like, I think it, six. It was yeah, it was pretty limited. Yeah. Um, here I think okay there's so a lot of the courses have different variants which um I th- I think feel very different like they're like the I've the first course you do has like daytime and then nighttime so that but you see completely different pokemon in it so you're even though you're going through kind of a similar yeah. Uh, path. You. It, it's just. It, if. If. Since your goal is to take pictures of Pokemon, it, it's completely different. I think with all of those variants, there's something like twenty four. Hmm. I looked it up, but it's like good. it's not like twenty four completely different biomes and areas, but it's twenty four including the various variants and things. But do, do you still get? Um... Because in the original you had an apple and you had like the piss them off ball. Do you still get both of those? I don't. 
don't know, but I, I think, think, I think there's, there's a lot, of, I think there's they, a lot they, more stuff, and I they don't dole think it out they, over time. Balls, though. Yeah, that's what I was it's pastor, Thank else, you. But <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they're kind of uh, they give it to you gradually because there's a lot more kind of a tutorial about this one where it's uh, like at, at first you don't get the apples, and then suddenly it's like, oh, hey, you can have apples now, and it adds a different. Dimension, Dynamic. but yeah, I cool. saw Ricardo Contreras on Twitter say they took the pester balls out, but mm. that there's other stuff in there, it's yeah. not just the there's, apples, and there's other ways to piss them off. There's also, there's also like a lot of photo editing stuff in there that wasn't in the original. Um, it's nice to hear that you said you can go back and retake a photo or whatever at the yeah. end of the course. That's yeah. good to hear because the thing that was putting me off of it was, um. Cotto from um, over at Vice did a really good review that was not entirely positive. I think he in general liked the game, but um, he was uh, saying that one of his frustrations was you can sometimes because of the way that the photo grading system works, you can take a photo that's like artistically very interesting and good, but the game gives it a shitty right. score versus think, like a bad and I think picture that they, getting scored higher. I think that they try to do um, couch that with like, this is about research, you know? Sure. So yeah. that's, that's their yeah. justification for it's, having like a near, like having a system that's not going to be able to do artistically. Yeah. Sure. Shares, it's, it's not Umarangi generation. <laughs> no, he shared one picture of an, Ar- of an Arbok curled around a tree and it didn't even see the Arbok. Like it was like, you didn't take a picture of a Pokemon, but it's like clearly there. You have eyes. Oh, uh, I, but, I, but yeah, I, but but you can retake them if you yeah. wanted after afterwards and be like, okay, I'm gonna tr- try and take like the most aesthetically pleasing one, yeah, and then that's you can cool. kind of mess around with the various with various settings. They also have a, a bunch of stickers and stuff. So I made a very. Uh, like Precura ass picture of Magikarp that was very fun. Cool. Hell yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was just like I uh whereas I started putting a bunch of stickers on it and messing around with the uh brightness and messing around with the stuff. So it's it there's yeah. a lot of stuff that you can do with those and uh, if, uh if- to the point where they're selling um or they're they're doing uh, like an app that you can connect these um, Fujifilm Instax printers, which are basically like uh, instant nice. photos, but you print them off from your smartphone. Yeah. Huh. So th- they're doing that cool. for Pokemon Snap. And I am like, at first I was like, why would you do that? And now I'm kind of like, do I need to buy one of those printers though? <laughs> the, the scary thing is they're only like a hundred bucks too. See, they're that's not the like, thing. they're not they're terrible. Not, <laughs> Well, it's not it's not an intense barrier to entry, actually. No, I mean it's yeah. not like it's twenty. The only bucks, intensity is that they're yeah. sold out everywhere because everybody well, like, yeah. had the same idea, mm-hmm. and they're like, everybody's yeah. like, "Oh shit, this is and a good idea." You don't mm-hmm. actually need the Pokemon branded one to do it. It'll work. No, it's, it's like you you just have to buy. But I, you can buy any kind I, with that. I was but. when I found out about this, I was like, that thing's pretty small. It fits in like a drawer, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. I I could take I could use it also to print pictures of like pets, right? That's the thing is that it's also yeah. not just yeah. uh, for you know for Pokemon. It, it's 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 something that you can use to print off like anything from your mobile phone mm-hmm. that you've memes. taken. So so you can print off all your favorite memes and put them on your wall like a cool exactly. Your, sure. your oh, office. Cubicle. Don't tempt me. I would make a. I would totally. <laughs> okay, make that a is tempting actually. <laughs> Once you uh, have an office to go to, just gonna have a bunch of 
just gonna have a bunch of V's in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm holding go. up a big box of Umi Neko stuff. So I have to say, this is gonna this is a little morbid, and I'm sorry, but uh, last night I was like thinking, workshopping away to try to ask Andre if he's going to like to ask if the Pokemon will follow the train with a little like <laughs> vehicle and if that will get Andre to play it. And then I started thinking about like this game, but the trolley problem where oh, God. Pokemon no. tied to the train tracks oh. and only professor Elmer, whoever it is can pull the lever. Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. We got, but he doesn't cause he's just wants you to, he wants to research you destroying them. So on one, one track, we've got Pikachu on the other track. We've got Squirtle, Charmander and Bulbasaur. And it's it's gonna which one which one do you hit? Well, thankfully the 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 vehicle moves at like two miles an hour, so you could probably get out and untie <laughs> them before it even gets to them. <laughs> nope you 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 are also tied in, and the yeah, only thing you can do bubble. is use a use your foot to change the track. It's the it's the only way they're they're tied to the. It's yeah no you got you got to choose. We have to save the most lives. That's the whole point of the trolley problem. <laughs> but what if uh, what if it's a bunch of rich people and then and then just one poor Pikachu? Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to answer these. This is this <laughs> was not the point of my bringing hyper, this joke. Hyper capitalist Pika or hyper capitalist Bulbasaur. Hyper capitalist okay. Pikachu. First of all, Pikachu. Well, Pikachu is the hyper capitalist. Hyper capitalist is Meowth. Like canonically, yes. <laughs> hey, that's, you don't discriminate against Meowth just because he was born with money <laughs> inside of him <laughs> and In his on head. his forehead. What's <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert looking motherfucker? God. <laughs> so, Allison, uh, do you recommend new Pokemon Snap? Yes. Awesome. I I feel like also it's it's not something where it's like if you have zero interested. Pokemon like it's not something where I'm like everybody needs to play this game mm-hmm. but I feel like yeah. if you if the idea of new Pokemon Snap sounds good to you then yes you should play it and man they should do a partnership with the Umaragi generation like yeah folks, and yeah. like do a filter the Umaragi, the Umaragi generation account tweeted like yay happy Pokemon Snap day or something yesterday so I mean I would they, love to see them cute. collaborate they, somehow like just like make a game where you can like walk around the spaces instead of being on like a track like this is this is 2021 like if i think though that it's 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 the game really pokemon snap is is actually a rail shooter yeah (laughs) secretly oh yeah (laughs) totally uh i think that's like the core of what it is i don't know i don't even know like i think you're right that if i think what they could have done was added like they could have played off a sword and shield and said like there's 20 courses and one wild area where mm, you have like sure. one area where you run around and take pictures of Pokemon on foot. That yeah. would be kind of cool, but Bandai I actually could Namco see them adding something that like that good, too. So <laughs> yeah, well that's Pokemon new Pokemon snap, new. not to be confused with Pokemon snap. Thank um, you. And <laughs> uh, we've got one more new game this week. And wow. three of uh, three of us have been playing it. Alex cannot play it because I, finally, I it's been what? It's been <laughs> four, five, six months since a PlayStation Five exclusive. I guess it's been like three because uh, what, what was uh, what was the first one other than Astro's well, Demon Souls? 
Oh, Souls. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And then we had uh, uh, the Destruction All Stars. Yeah, that game's was fun. That? You shouldn't buy was a that? PlayStation 5 for that game. No. Oh, yeah, it was a PS5 only game. You're right. Yeah. And I've but now, touched that game at all anymore. So, yeah. You know. Now we've got the newest PS5 exclusive. Uh, it's uh, Returnal. I would argue perhaps the best. Also, I mean, Demon mm. Souls, notwithstanding, Demon Souls is a remake, so I'm not yeah. really trying to. I mean, too hard to make a, 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 com, a comparison between those. It's not two. a lot of competition either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but even I don't know. I think this is probably my favorite thing Sony's put out in a while uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so interesting that it's made by Housemark. Oh, and I was so skeptical of it because while I appreciate what Housemark does, I've never particularly liked mm-hmm. their games because I just don't like arcade. Yeah, yeah. Superstar uh, revival games, and Resogun, and. It's a, next the machine, only ma- next Makina and all that. Yeah, the only game Mark, in that lineage Mark, that Mark. has worked for me is is uh, Pac Man Championship Edition. Otherwise, the whole like <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, like, other. I just haven't really clicked with arcade games um, that have yeah. come out more recently than you know. But and Returnal is is not it one is, of those. Well, <laughs> playing it, I had this very much like, oh, this is Pat's vibe. Like, oh yeah, while playing it, <laughs> <laughs> it was I, very much a game made for me. <laughs> I was like playing it last night, and I was like. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. The, like the yeah. kind of both like the both the sci-fi and the horror elements of it. I was like, well, it's basically Prometheus the game. <laughs> and my favorite movie ever is Alien and I and I pretty deeply love it, Prometheus. It does have too. those vibes with like it, the spook uh, it, I mean, it has more creatures in it than Prometheus did because Prometheus is a movie. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it is it is like but, almost exactly that aesthetic. But, oh man, I, I do love the vibe of Fraternal it's though. So it cool. is so cool. Yeah. It's like very also uh I put on my my cheap headphones that I'm wearing for this. So they're very, very cheap for the for the audio. Um and it got like way immersive last night when oh, yeah. I was playing it. it I was great. like I was using head my mm. PS4 Sony Gold headset. Mm. I'm and, like, uh, I'm like, I guess, that's great. another one where I'm like, should I just buy good headphones for this? <laughs> yeah, I, the, I should buy, or I should use my headphones for it. I but have to pay attention to like, well too. But it's but, good on this. It's good on my sound bar too. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah. a good sounding game. Yeah, yeah it, it, I, I just wanted to have that 3D audio because of the immersion aspect of it, and I, it was like, yeah. I, I, I yelled is, at my TV. A it is a really immersive game for being a third person. Yes. that is also a roguelike it is it yes. is interesting how how um arresting it is and how much it like demand it like wants you to like not pay attention to anything else oh absolutely <laughs> uh, not. it's kind of cool like with other games like i i like i like having the kind of you know being able to do multitask and yeah, listen sure. to a podcast while I play Pokemon Snap or something. Whereas yeah. here it's like I cannot do anything else yes. with Returnal. It's it is it is all consuming. And are you, you going to ask something, Alex? I'm sorry. Seems like you were trying to say something. Well, I'm just curious. Like, so two sides. Like Prometheus, it has that aesthetic, but is it super horror y? It's got um, like moments of like spookiness and like tension, like. And then also, I feel like also I feel like a lot of the design of it is like it's got some like Stranger Things type, like the dogs yes. from Stranger Things season. It's creepy. Three. Mm-hmm. The well, and the enemies are just like 
just can be kind of like disturbing in their designs. Like there's like these bat creatures and mm-hmm. um, there. And when you read the description for them, it's like, these are fucking weird and they move so fast at times that they must have some ability to control space time. And you're like, Oh, that's unsettling. <laughs> um, but it's not one is it's not really a resource management game. Like it, no. it has stuff you collect that makes you more powerful. And there is a currency you use to buy stuff mid run from like vending machines, but effectively, but it, you don't have to manage ammo at all. All the ammo is like, mm-hmm recharges and stuff yeah. so it's not really survival horror in any way um it's just but it does have like those moments of trappings spookies. yeah right. like so, yeah so, and there and there are a couple of points where i'll be walking around and then an enemy will kind of jump out and i'll be like yeah. ah it's not like full jump scares but it no. is it is kind of like oh okay ee, yeah we gotta like, move like, now oh, oh that is a creepy thing ah yeah. oh, what am i doing it has for being a roguelike it has good dynamics of like quiet loud mm-hmm. where you're yeah. like running around mm. an area trying to find everything and you know it's pretty safe because you've already fought the enemies there to going into a new area and then like the music picks up and there's like mm. stuff shooting at you and it's crazy although it's mm. there was the one time where they're like hey you can rest here and i was like okay and so then i rested there and then i woke up and suddenly there were enemies attacking me and i was just like oh that's fuck? wild i haven't had that happen <laughs> oh my god it was i, mean, I found the restrooms before but i've never i've no, not come like, across any of those what i, I went to, got in the restroom i like slept and then as i woke up like these giant enemies started attacking me and i was like oh that's ah! unsettling what Rest I thought room? I was safe. Yeah. There's <laughs> rooms. There's rooms with like big, huge concrete slabs oh, that you can oh, climb onto. Oh, those things. Rest oh, not, not like a toilet. Not like not a toilet. toilet. <laughs> I know. I know. I was trying to find. Let's be honest. I, I was... Let's be honest. She relieves herself in the suit. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I if do. she you can't take time. the suit off. It's an alien atmosphere. Anyway, she's probably going to die and then just be groundhog, yes. groundhog dayed back to the start of the place. Yeah. So, uh, so so what is the gameplay loop it's i mean it's go out onto this alien forest uh mm-hmm. shoot some aliens until you die and uh, you know collecting the like collecting things like uh, ether is that so, yeah, yeah. That's one of the, yeah. Con- the consistent the- currency that's the consistent currency and you're you, it's it's a roguelike uh, yeah i think the difference is um it's much closer it's it's i think a lot of people are going to come to this having played hades there is much less progression in this game mm-hmm. outside of the in run progression than there is in hades you are unlocking new things yeah mm-hmm. that stick new pieces of equipment and this is where people are making the metroidvania comparison although it's really not one of those games um and it'll be things like um I, I won't get too deep on mechanical spoilers because there's some that you get and you're like, holy shit, this is rad. But it's just mm-hmm. like little things that maybe will give you things like a double jump or something. I actually haven't encountered that, but I assume uh, it's I ass- Yeah, I assume um, there's a double jump. There's, I think there's like a grappling hook type thing. I, I saw that there's a grappling hook and I am, it, yeah, I, am, I, think, I am so hyped for the grappling yeah. hook, you guys. So those things oftentimes <laughs> will give you new capabilities in combat, but then they'll also allow you to reach new parts of rooms that you've seen before because what happens the way the game is structured is it's like there's it's like fat parts it's prefabricated i don't even want to call them rooms because they're they're not like a uniform shape like they are in something like hades mm-hmm. yeah um or binding of isaac mm-hmm. or whatever instead they're much more like 
flowing I, environments that I, they kind of chunk together. I, I don't know about that. Right. I feel like I've like gotten to the point where like like they've got they can like be have like different secrets and like kind of layouts of things in the room. But like I've come in, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what this room is like. I know how I'm mm. going to approach the combat in here. No, what kind I'm like, saying is it's, there's like 15 different completely different rooms oh yeah yeah, yeah. they're not just squares they're not just no, like squares yeah, yeah, of rectangles yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Is, what, is what i'm saying okay yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, definitely the same ones like, over here almost like like risk of rain 2 or something how that those yes kind of, that's it's a procedural generation with like tile sets almost yes um but but more so risk of rain 2 if i, I want to say is like the same maps like i don't right. think the stuff within them like where lo- items are located changes but i think the maps sure. are pretty much pretty the static. same yeah. But it is closer to that than it is to something like Binding of Isaac or Hades or Dead Cells. Okay. Um, where it's, or maybe Dead Cells is kind of a better comparison. Yeah, yeah. Where Dead Cells is pretty spot it's on. It's like kind of bigger flowing spaces, but there's like 10 or 15 of them or something that get rearranged. Um, and each room is going to be this. Like when you enter the, the, if you've watched the trailers, you've seen that there's like this house that mm-hmm. you can find. When you go into the room that has the house in it, it always looks the same when yeah. you walk into mm-hmm. the room. Right. Um, but it, it, they, they, they space them differently. So, um, like yeah. you, you encounter them in different orders and stuff. Um, but yeah, you go in and then you have these kind of persistent pieces of equipment that give you access to more stuff to find. You're picking up, um, Keys health upgrades. And, yeah. Uh, you're picking up a currency that you can use to buy consumables. And the consumables are pretty varied, actually. They can be anything as simple as a health pack to things that are like, kind of complex like your next uh you, you enemy attacks like become currency and i don't know how those mm-hmm. how that one works but um yeah yeah and you find weapons too there's a lot of stuff and then like there are so many like systems on top of systems yeah. in here like there's the parasites mm-hmm. and yep. they like they both they'll like damp like uh weaken you but also strengthen you so you get like like so you get, you get like more yeah. more damage, like more melee damage, but less like cooldown. Like your cooldown on your alt fire will be longer, for example, or something yeah. like that. And I actually really like the design of that stuff because you can see it. Like you can see the parasites latching on to your character's yep. suit, and they're like as you get more and more, they're just like all over and like yep. on your back and around your there's, arms and your legs, and it's hmm. like really creepy and unsettling. There's also this malfunction system which is inspired mm-hmm. that can happen from putting parasites on. It can happen from opening certain chests, mm-hmm. where you'll get a warning that there's a risk that you'll re- you'll receive a malfunction for accepting some kind of bonus, and mm-hmm. the malfunction will be things. It can be a shitload of stuff. It can be anything from like you can't jump to mm-hmm. like you can't buy things from vending machines you can't i got one that was you can't pick up new weapons <laughs> and you have to clear the malfunction by doing a certain like quest Action. basically like yeah. picking up yeah. a certain amount of currency That's... killing a certain amount of enemies that kind of thing kind of like the hades chaos system in a way a little sort bit of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um or but kind of built in yeah dead cells thing. had a similar thing with like the cursed yeah. chests right. right 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 yep um and cool. uh and and it works really well, I think. And the the weapons are really cool too. They're I've only found I think four of them so far, but there's like I think I've I think I've found three. There's like there's twenty shot- five okay. slots in the menu. Mm-hmm. There's a ton found, of these weapons. I found a wow. shotgun, uh, the pistol, starting pistol, and a like a, a rifle, like an assault rifle. That's... Yeah, I've found the shotgun, the 
it's kind of like a SMG almost, but maybe mm-hmm. we didn't get the same. Or I guess it's kind of longer range, so it's more like an AR. Mm-hmm. Um, I found one that's like a sort of like a light machine gun from you know other mm-hmm. shooters too. Okay. That's a, a longer range, higher fire rate. Gun. Have you? Oh, so, is I that found, in the first biome or? Yeah, I found okay, like a, a a pin gun too that like <laughs> shoots pylons and it creates little webs that do dots when enemies stand in them it's i've not found anything like that weapons are super varied for sure i Uh, i mean i i feel like i've been finding like the same like i said the same three the entire time i've now i beat the first boss uh right before we did uh started this podcast Uh, so i'm into the second biome we'll see if there's any other like you know if i start finding new weapons and stuff but the way uh, yeah like the kind of the aesthetic change is pretty cool because in the first biome everything is like pretty like everything's pretty closed in like you're in distinct like rooms but in the second biome it like it's kind of just like a big open area they're still like funneling you in a direction yeah, but yeah. it just it feels much more open yeah, that's interesting cool. it's uh it's definitely and and then i think the narrative stuff is going to be pretty hit or miss for people because mm-hmm. it's trading in like very specific like if you enjoy things like interstellar you will probably like this the narrative that's happening here it's very much that kind of thing and i don't know what quality it's going to come out as because it's the kind of narrative where you know i loved interstellar until the last like 15 minutes of that movie (laughs) and then i was like wait this sucks uh um it's a long movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but a lot of other people love that movie. So, you know, I mean, and I certainly like the, the the genre of narrative that it's telling, which is this, like, what's going on? Big mystery that involves, mm-hmm. you know, space time and and all kinds of um, weirdness. And mm-hmm. uh, the, um, the, the way that it delivers the narrative is pretty interesting because it uses, it can, sometimes it uses pretty unexpected points to deliver some narrative stuff. Um, and I don't know how much that stays consistent as you go mm-hmm. further in the game, but early on they're like, there's kind of a lot of stuff happening with the story that is I, not answers, but you get a lot of, a lot like of it. It's you're like, finding audio logs a lot of the time. And like, mm-hmm. they kind of like, you're not finding just random audio logs. Like they're deliberately spaced and like put into the game, like, you know, put in your path. So you'll come across and they're just like, Okay, you get like the first audio log, the second audio log, the third one, mm-hmm. but you're getting like you know you're. I mean, it, hearing it also, yourself uh, from these yeah. audio logs, and you're getting like, okay, like I'm starting to like get an idea of what's going on. I feel like I'm getting hints of what's to come, but like I'm like shit. I feel like I should be encountering some of this stuff that they're talking about by now. I was surprised. Of, uh, at how quickly it just goes like, oh, yeah, she's dying over and over again. And now, like, she knows. Um, like, I thought that was going to be more of a, like, you as the player know, but it's going to take her a few hours to figure it out. But, like, you encounter a corpse of yourself, like, oh, in the yeah, first yeah. room. She, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she might be kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, she, she's still <laughs> processing it, but you, yeah. you've, you find out right away, pretty and much. And I think it's fun because it leaves the door open to actually telling, like, a pretty interesting narrative instead of half the game being like her learning that she's <laughs> returning. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, there's a lot of potential for like theorizing what's happening. Cause I I've got yeah. my idea about like what's going on, like just vaguely. Um, but I could be totally right. wrong. So 
Is there anything about it that makes it feel like it could only be a PS5 game? Like, could this be uh, a PS4 it, game? No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> okay. I feel I like the, so. I feel like even just the controller, like, uh, res- like responsiveness. I don't know. Like, so I think you could I feel make like it that. Uses, yeah. It does. I think it uses the controller better than anything other than maybe Astrobot, and I think it's you know a, a more um, thick with two C's thing mm-hmm. than Astrobot, so mm-hmm. it, can, it maintains yeah. that. It does. I've heard people complain about. It. I haven't had a problem with it. You half pull the trigger to aim, the left trigger to aim, and then you full pull it to charge your alt fire. I'm and I not think that works really in well. In love with it, but also I'm not usually needing to aim, like yeah, like to do the zoom in to aim. So like I'm not too sure. bothered by it, but I'm not in love with like the half pull on the trigger. Yeah, I think it works for me. I don't. I, I I've I've enjoyed it a lot, but I also that may partly be because I also played. I didn't mention it i played a, a bunch of moto gp 21 this week which does incredible trigger stuff and also mm-hmm. involves a lot of like carefully pulling the trigger so i've gotten pretty good at like not at, at like recognizing those trigger stops and laying off instead of having to be very careful with like yeah. slow pulling um but uh i think more than the, tr- the the that stuff i think it is a game that kind of needs to run at 60 frames a second to feel good because of how fluid the combat is and i don't think i guess they could like dial the visuals back but take out all the foliage (laughs) yeah like there's so much foliage there's so many particle effects it's raining like all the time well and the rain looks gorgeous weird Uh, like tendrils coming off the wall like bioluminescent stuff like coming Um, out to like try and touch you and particle effects make sense given Rezo gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It is very much a house mark game when the combat yeah. starts yeah. because enemies shoot like bull- it's a bullet hell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very yeah. much like near actually. Yeah. The, Automata, like, anyway. The first the first boss is just like I'm gonna shoot up a bunch of things and they're gonna slowly come down from the sky and then and I'm also gotta, gonna shoot like quicker bullets at you and you yes. have to like dodge it's, all it's that stuff. Absolutely a house mark action game when it comes to the combat because you are dealing with yeah. bullet, literal bullet hell situations where you're all about you're dashing and stuff. Yeah. And I just don't think it would work that well without the PS5's um, processing power. Like I think like, you could, it uh, feels like a next gen game kind of. It totally yeah. does. Yeah. Um, I think that, that my assumption would be that they looked at also releasing it on PS4 because they've been doing that with other yeah. exclusives and that they just said we can't make this work in a way that is a good representation yeah. of the product on that on that system. So, um, but it is too bad that it's a Sony exclusive and not something you could play on like PC. Yeah, because I think I, that I bet it it'll I bet it'll come to PC in like a year hmm. or two. It'll come to PC if they had saves, because <laughs> you can't. There's huh. no way you could make that work on a PC right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can rest yeah. your console, but you can't really True. Uh, do that with gonna, a PC. I was gonna say, have any Housemark games been on PC? But yes, the the next Machina did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I yeah, the save stuff is like we kind of talked about it a little bit. Like, yeah, we don't have to get too deep into it. Yeah, there it it is like a bummer that like the the runs do take a while uh, mm. just to like get up your gear. And I realized uh, after playing for a while, like, Oh, I've got, I I found the boss key. I don't need to find it again. I can just go straight to the boss. If Mm -hmm. I find it, I, it took me multiple runs to realize that after like attempt my first attempt, which I almost beat my first try, but then Mm -hmm. I had to like stop and put into rest mode for dinner. 
and then I came back and like was in rest mode in the boss fight. So, so I came back and I was like, ah, I've I've lost my rhythm. <laughs> I think this game there's a p- potential for this game to be sick as fuck for like speed running. Yeah. Oh, people. absolutely. Because it is the kind of game that you can absolutely like. I, it's hard to be clear. It's just yeah. a hard ass game, but you can take a long time with your run and fully mm-hmm. farm the whole area before you move on to the boss. And that makes it significantly, I don't want to say it yeah. makes it easy, but it makes it easier. Well, you, I mean, it's, you know, you've got more skills, more damage, more, yeah. all that, but more you health, can also just run to the boss from the start with the starting weapon and, <laughs> yeah. and fight it, it. So there's, but that also depends on what is the layout of the map you got. Cause it's different. Totally. Every time. Like that's I've why had, it would be so cool. I had one time where I, the first room had the way to the boss and I was like, oh, okay, well I can go set up the, the, like the fast travel point and then I can go off because like the level has like teleportation points set throughout, which is very handy. So it's interesting. Is there any clear indication of how long like the entire game is? Uh, it's five biomes, right? I hear like a, a full run is somewhere around like four to five hours. That would make sense because like, like it, on like a casual run, <laughs> mostly clearing out the um, the first biome takes about an hour. Um, I, if you I did do a full one, clear, I did. Well, I died on the boss. I almost yeah. killed it, but um, I did. I, I cleared out the whole area before I went to fight it, and yeah. it was like an hour long. Uh, and the first time you kind of have to, and the, there's like a lot of stuff going on in the, that first run, or like I'm the certainly- first time you clear it. I'm certainly not arguing against a quick save feature because I think it could only be like an improvement. But at the same time, what I will say is I think this is, I think the intent is for you to sit and play it for five hours to beat it. I mean, I I think that is the game they made. And I don't think that, I think that it's a big ask to ask a player to do that for sure. But I think they're aware it's a big ask and they're just like, if you like it enough, you'll do it. Um, yeah, so, but when a game is seventy dollars and there's no like refund policy, like I'm not arguing with you. I just yeah, think yeah, that yeah. I just think Housemark doesn't control those but, policies, and I think they made yeah, the thing they but, made it to a degree. Yeah, uh, and you know we've talked about like I I think it's not trivial. Like it, you know, obviously it it's not a trivial task to implement a new system into a game that was not designed for the system. But like doing something like you can save between biomes as soon as you leave like the safe space then your your save is done it's it frankly no, no i think longer even exists, but i think even more than that is if there's just a save and quit button i i was thinking about this more your idea was good but yeah. there's a if there's a save and quit button where you just enter the menu and hit save and quit and then it suspends your game that game yeah. state and then once you load it you can't load that save state again yeah yeah um, you can do that yeah that, that's similar thing too and i bet they will implement something like that mm-hmm. but i do think that part of the reason they didn't to start with is because they don't, they want you to sit and play it for five hours to beat it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah. If this game came out last year when everyone was stuck at home (laughs) and now things are like becoming less and less like that, but I guess still people should probably stay home right now. Like I'm coming, I'm coming from having part of the reason that I have this like attitude towards it uh, is I've been, I've also been playing a shitload of iRacing, which is a Mm -hmm. game that for some (laughs) events it's like, yeah, we're going to do a 24 hour endurance race. So set aside a, an entire weekend for mm-hmm. this. And that's just a thing that the game that you yeah. can do with the game and that it asks of you. So I, I, I think it's what's weird is that this is a triple a Sony game mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has a big budget and has a ton of huge marketing money behind it. Yeah. When 
I think if this were like a smaller Steam experiment that was mm-hmm. upfront about it on the Steam page of like, hey, this game is intended to be played in one five-hour chunk, know that going in. People yeah. probably wouldn't find it as concerning or frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I do think that's kind of what they're going for with it. Um, yeah. So I mean, an know, interesting even, thing. Even Dark Souls lets you save and quit anywhere. <laughs> like in the well, layout, Dark Souls is also a 20 it's, it's to, a different, it's yeah. a 30 hour game the first time you play it. Yeah, yeah. Five hour it's, 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 a, it's a different thing. But, yeah. you know, there's no like, oh, you have to go back to the bonfire if you log out or whatever. There's I think just, wherever you are, you can just like put it down. But I it, think what I'm getting game. at mostly is I certainly wouldn't argue against a quick save feature being a, an improvement, but I do think, I don't think it's just like, Man, fuck this game. I actually think mm-hmm. it's interesting that they made the choice that they made. I think it's 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 a it's a fascinating thing yeah. to look at mm-hmm. as like the intent behind. Yeah, those sure. Yeah, just it it doesn't become a thing like okay, if that's how long it takes me to is going to take me like I just I'm not going to have time to like dive into this during the week. Like I just won't right. have you know I don't have four to five hours to set aside on a weekday to play it uh sure. yeah. so i'll have to like it's... wait for the weekend which is not you know if i want to if i want to play it i'd like to be able to like feel like okay this could be the run and not go and i'm at the end of the third biome but i gotta go to bed i gotta work yeah, yeah. i think it's kind of doing a thing where it's more like okay this run i'm gonna scout the second biome and figure out like yeah learn the rooms and find all the stuff i don't know i don't think i'm gonna beat it this time i think yeah. that's kind of what the point of yeah the the this the systems being as they are is yeah. also i use rest mode because i like so I, do i yeah yeah just a lot of people like we were talking to sam and sam's like oh i never use rest mode i always hard quit my game like I, some people when the ps5 came out they they had some issues but it, i feel like those have been pretty like isn't it true accurately I tied to like external hard drive and certain usb ports being used and stuff like I haven't that tried with it, rest mode but issues can't you launch a media app and keep a game suspended? Yeah, you can do that. I'm pretty sure you can. So you can like, as long as it's the only game yeah, that you have suspended, you can jump over to Netflix or yeah, yeah whatever yeah, to watch stuff. So, cause, cause the other thing Sam was saying is like, Oh, if, if, if his partner turn decides to use the PlayStation, then it's going to screw up the progress. And I don't think that's true. Wants, I think she can, wants to play like Lego Harry Potter though. Well, that's a different story, but yeah, <laughs> Uh, that which i believe is the one thing that she routinely goes back to but uh yeah so yeah there are like ways around like the no safe thing they say like when you boot the game they say hey if you want if you need to step away use the rest mode now what i will say is the fact that they say use the rest mode completely defeats the purpose of like we want you to play it in one five hour chunk yeah. So I think if they're already making that argument, adding the quick save Yeah, they very specifically are like, hey, use the yeah. rest mode. So it's like, yeah, yes. they could have yeah. a quick save yeah. if they're like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. like literally like PC games and like I mean, Days Gone has a quick save and, you know, you just you quick save and then you like PC games will just be like, OK, mm-hmm. we're, and we delete the quick save when you load it or whatever. Yeah, like that's not and that's what they should do. For it's sure. not it's not like a new idea. <laughs> It's return and eternal. Eternally you're eternally returning. returning. Oh, yeah. Eternal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Get it? I, I was in the shower yesterday before like <laughs> before I bought nice. this game and good, I was like good job. Huh. Oh yeah. Return <laughs> return eternal. Oh, I get it. What return. this how, how, wait, wait, how was the shower? Eh, you know, it was a shower. Like did you uh, soap up? Did you did you soap up your feet? Uh, okay, wait, wait, not, not, on. Uh, not on this most recent shower now. 
my, my oh, feet are pretty clean feet. recently. You know what? I almost <laughs> yesterday, um, I almost used bare feet on my racing pedals because I now have pictures. a simulation cockpit and uh, I have a simulation cockpit that I'm not sitting in. It is currently behind me because uh, <laughs> I was going to sit in it and then I was like, I it's comfortable, but it's also not quite as comfortable as a real car seat. And after four hours in a real car seat, it gets a little uncomfortable. So sure. <laughs> set it up, not set it up yet, but um, I was strapped into it because you kind of like, it's kind of tough to get in and out Safety of Safety first. You don't literally use a seatbelt, but like it has <laughs> Good. a, you have to open up the, the wheel Simula- part simulation to climb in and out. And I was like, ah, I forgot to put socks on and I don't want to get back out of this. But I couldn't do it. Well, we'll we'll get you there. Eternal. Uh, <laughs> eternally return. The, uh, also, that's the first sword. That is the first trophy that pops is return eternal. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they just put it right up front. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I gotta tell you. I, 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 I was like, oh, yeah, re- eternally returning because it's a roguelike <laughs> when it was like first announced. <laughs> wow, you're you were uh, way out of the curve. I, I just didn't put much thought into it. <laughs> you know, games have stupid names. That's true. Uh, but it's speaking good if the, it's yeah. hard, though, What's uh, like, what, what is what is a stupid game with a generic name, Andre? Uh, I, you know, I don't know if it's stupid. Yes, but here we go. It's, this is uh, what I wanted. I, I completed, <laughs> Fuck, now I gotta play Days Gone. <laughs> I completed Days Gone uh, today, and I, I, the, <laughs> the end of Days Gone had me throw my hands up and go, "Yes, good. Yes, <laughs> this is what I. This is what I've like, heard. I like I was. I was a little I emotional. I was a little emotional." <laughs> I, 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 I did. I didn't. I didn't. Now that I have yeah. my <laughs> internet, son of a bitch. Uh, no, I did not like. I did not cry. I almost cried. Um, That's a lot, though. It was like, oh, I, I, I did not expect this game to make me feel uh, something like this, especially like up until this point. And I think I put my finger on the part of like why the early game is just kind of such a downer on this. On Days Gone, and it's because for like the first third of the game, there are no just like twenty th- hours. It's like maybe like ten, uh, but it, it's it's long. I, I don't actually know what my game time was, but like the first like the first act of the game doesn't have like characters really. Like there there are people, but they don't <laughs> matter to the story outside of Deacon and Boozer, his best friend. That's and right. like you get some story stuff, but yeah, well, it's his nickname. He's a biker, but uh, he, they never get in. They like they always reference like uh, like oh the reason he calls him Boozer, but he, they never actually get into it. They're just like oh it's it's a long story, and they never they never tell the reason. Um, but Boozer's a good character. Uh, but he's also one of the only characters that you deal with in the first like act of the game that like has a personality and actually like matters to the story. So it feels very lifeless and like you meet people and you talk to people, get jobs and you have the libertarian guy over the radio talking at you, but with his radio free Oregon, but it's a very like solitary thing. And 
it's like once you get to the second act you meet more characters and start having more like interactions with people and doing things together Mm -hmm. and that makes it way more interesting and the story picks up a little more because you're interacting with other people and you're not just like i gotta save boozer because he's got his arm burned and he's going crazy we got like blood poisoning or whatever Mm. um so yeah like once you get to the second half then like things start to become more interesting i'm not gonna say it's some amazing story or anything like that it's like pretty it's fine it's enjoyable enough because it's got that campy quality of the son of a bitch i'm gonna get that son of a bitch son of a bitch uh quality uh and like again everyone is just saying son of a bitch all the time like i i started up the game once i I pulled my ps5 out of rest mode and booted the game unpaused it and deacon the immediately said son of a bitch (laughs) it can be a bark that he does sometimes like when you load in like you know when you play like just cause or something and you come back and it's like so oh, ready to get going <laughs> yeah it's it's like that kind of thing except that's <laughs> so it's like are you kidding me it's you get unreal. guns in that game eventually right yeah I'm, yeah you're you go to the camps and you you buy guns and stuff um so yeah uh and eventually you're you're pretty well kitted out and you're finding ammo and stuff. And the more, like, basically, as you unlock more recipes, more things in the environment become available for you to, like, pick up and make. And you can, like, make bombs and traps and, uh, like, Molotovs and all that kind of stuff. And, like, you're pulling, like, oil filters out of cars and turning those into silencers for your weapons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, I've come to a conclusion about something Uh-oh. that I have not mentioned on this podcast. I realized every game I like every game that I have played that has an oil can suppressor in it. <laughs> it's true. And you'll like I first started gun, noticing I this. I first started noticing this with Modern Warfare. Okay. But there's also oil can suppressors in Scum. And okay. I like that game too. Uh yeah. So there's just there's so much going on in this game and it, like for a little bit, I was feeling kind of down on this back half oh, because. But I don't like Last of Us Two, and it has oil can suppressors, so maybe oh. that's not. Mm, yeah, but I like uh, those, the those gameplay. Are soda bottles, aren't, aren't they? Those are soda I bottles. can't remember. Maybe they are. I like, like the gameplay. I think that, that like the suppressors are good in that game. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, so, if you remember the way they marketed or like revealed this game, it was the scene of Deacon running through like a, a lumber mill. Yeah. With like these ma- this massive thousands horde of zombies, of, yeah, like hundreds or you know like a thousand zombies, like a ton of them, yeah. But that doesn't come into play until like almost the end of the game. What I've heard, and so it, like you you encounter like the hordes, but you're it's basically like you can't deal with these at all. Like just don't get out of there. And so in the last like I don't know ten hours of the game, they're like, and now you're going to deal with these and like it becomes like a thing you do a few times and it felt like i feel like i was sold a false bill of goods like i I thought this would be more of the game and it just wasn't um and like like those even even the second reveal had a lot of that too yeah i think because they're the whole thing was like oh the our tech and like the bodies can like didn't that game get delayed like over and over again 
I think it got delayed once or twice. I thought I heard that it, it was, was in a, it was in development for a long time, so it was probably de- delayed before it was revealed or something. But I thought I heard that, date that they had to ratchet back the amount of that stuff that was that, in maybe. the game because they couldn't I get mean, it. That, like it was going to be happens, so that was going to be most of the game. Like there was going to be uh, a lot more of that stuff, but that those scripted sequences where there were a ton of them were too but they're not costly scripted. to develop. They're uh, not. They're not actually that scripted. It's just well, right. Like, the, instead, they're just around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, even the one that is was like from that demo. It wasn't scripted. It's oh, like, okay. You're going and you're actually like going around the area and you're setting up. Like, you can set up before and like, okay, well, I got and like look around and scout the area to like know where you want to run and like kind of guide the zombies, the freakers or the freaks is what they call them. Freakers is. That what they call, no I don't know oh, yeah okay freakers that's what they call them anyway yeah so you're going around and you're like okay well I can pull down this door and like close that in there's like barrels over here and I can like you know put a bomb here near this stair and I can mm-hmm. like funnel them through and so you can you know make sure to get as many as you can with your explosives and your Molotovs and all that um so that is like once you're doing it and like get a handle on it, it's fun. But also, I found myself having to replay those moments too much, so it became like a chore more than like, oh yeah, this feels badass. Um, and like I felt like I was using all of my stuff, and still like, oh my god, I don't have enough stuff. I'm like running out of ammo, and I was mostly leveled up. So that I feel like that could have been balanced a little better. Um. But how yeah, long was your it, how long was your overall play time? I I don't know. I wasn't counting, but I probably around forty hours, maybe. Uh, I don't it, have forty hours for that game right now, but it, I do want to play it. <laughs> it f- kind of drags at times. Like sure. there's a lot. Like if you mainlined it, because I was doing everything for like a while. No, I would do was, everything in that game. If I'm but play it, it. you get you get to a point where there's a few things where like I I don't need to do another bounty or like this guy sucks. I am not doing missions for this guy like specifically because he's terrible and I want him dead. Uh, and like a lot of the stuff is like oh we go do the runs for the slavers or you know the libertarian guy. So there's like. You get to, like, a point where there's one chill group of people that you actually want to talk to and, like, hang with. Um, Mm -hmm. But the thing that I realized as I was wrapping up the game is, like, if, if, like, Last of Us is, like, HBO prestige television, this is, like, just, like, classic Hollywood. Mm. I like that more. Yeah, that, like, in a way I was like, oh, this is, like, refreshing in how, like... Just like kind of oh, by the right. numbers, a lot of it is. Could could you make a comparison of like Last of Us is like an HBO show, and then like what's the what's the network that does Riverdale? Is this a CW show? Mm, I yeah, <laughs> you could you could you could make more that argument. CW video games. That's but, what I want. You know, just more like you know, if you you could go see this in a movie theater, and it would be like summer blockbuster type thing um, sure like yeah i, I don't want to get into why because a lot of that has to do with like the ending um, sure but it did feel like it i did have this moment like oh no this is just like classic hollywood like right and, here um, and then some which in a way was like showed tra- up yep yep and then one of them had balls <laughs> just one. one of them peed just on one, one of them it was, it was but, a thing 
Oh, yeah. God. God. Like, Those movies <laughs> so fucking bad. <laughs> the first one seemed pretty good when it came out. Yeah, it did, didn't it? I, man. <laughs> Sam Witwicky. I can't even say it. Sam Witwicky? Is that what it's called? Witwicky? I don't remember. I don't know. All Optimus I know is Prime that the only, only bit of that movie Whoa. that I've seen... I'm probably mentioned this on the show before, uh, was like, I sat, I was at like a friend's house in high school and we watched, we, it was on and we needed to watch something for like 30 minutes before to kill time. And it was the only 30 minutes without transformers doing much of it. And it was just like masturbation jokes. And we're all both like, uh, this is not the movie we thought we There's were the whole, watching right the now. The second movie is just bad from top to bottom. There's the whole, like, Shia LaBeouf's going to get seduced by this mm-hmm. sexy lady who turns out to be a transformer. Decepticon, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, I mean, well, yeah, who among us has not had an issue of being like... Who among us has not a... been seduced by a sexy transformer lady? Yeah. I think there's a Steam game about and, that. And their name is Optimus Prime, and yes. They have a trailer. Uh, Dumps like a truck. Truck, yep. truck. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Uh, man. Day's gone. <laughs> I'm just excited to play that game at some point. It's it, good. I'm glad uh, that you played through it to tell me that it's I, I, worth playing. I I do think it's weird that you said that Rami uh, is the person who was like, oh, the back half of that game is so like where I, it gets I interesting. Know, I don't know if Rami ever finished it. I don't think okay, I ever yeah. saw his thoughts well, on the end. I just, just think it's funny that he would be the one to say it because he is also the most outspoken of being tired of games set in America. <laughs> Oh and sure. So, well, just, keep like, in mind being that, interesting and like keep in mind that Days Gone came out like what four years, years ago? ago? No, ni- twenty nineteen. Not four years ago. No, twenty nineteen. That game came out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think. Oh so. wow. Okay, I yeah. thought it was older than that. No, the two year anniversary is like this week. Mm, okay, April twenty sixth, two thousand and nineteen. Yep. Uh, and it's coming out on PC uh, in like two weeks, on the eighteenth yeah. of May. I think uh, they're whole. There's bucks. not going to. But their, their whole there's not going to be a sequel thing is bullshit. They're not making a sequel at this time, but I bet you. Yeah, I mean, if they can get on board uh, to do a sequel, like, you know, I don't think it needs a sequel. No. Yeah. But, like, they, they could, of course, make one. Uh, and oh. I think they have, like, some interesting ways to go. They leave a lot of, like, story yeah. threads unresolved. I think probably so. what Sony said to Bend is you got to figure out how to ship a game in under six years before you start working on days gone Two. <laughs> go make an uncharted. Yes. Basically. Yes. Uh, here's a, do- here's a dollar. Go make an uncharted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go, go make, go make a call of duty. Oh God. Speaking uh, of, do you, Allison, do I, you need to go? I need to get going, but okay, uh, okay. have, have well, fun talking about call of duty and, uh. <laughs> And I'm the Call of Duty. Well, Alex is too. I'm a Call of Duty guy. <laughs> Bye. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you Bye, next Allison. time, Allison. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, well, in the news this week, we've got Call of Duty. Do they announce a new game? Is that what's going on, everybody? Well, the, there's going to be another game this well, year. Well, yeah. They- yeah. Another I mean, Call of Duty? That. Did, they, did they reveal the new Call of Duty? No, the leak is that it's an alternate history where World War II never happened. We've, we've talked about that. Uh, but yeah. I heard that that really? actually isn't what it's going to be. That it is, It's uh, going to be like not an alternate history. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, reports have been conflicting. They will yeah. announce the new Call of Duty sometime probably in June or early July. 
yeah probably that is when and you will find e3 out. probably yep. um maybe an xbox it just is it are they the xbox marketing deal or are yeah they, no they're so. playstation marketing they, they've, deal. they've gone they've back they've and moved, forth yeah they yeah they're currently playstation okay, okay. uh but anyway the, but well, yeah this time this time activision is really inspiring everybody with their de- decision to move uh creators uh, uh studio toys for bob creators of skylanders and developers of like the crash remakes and apparently they are now working on like warzone stuff maybe it's yep. just like and, they're so yeah. creatively bankrupt as a yeah. publisher <laughs> and apparently yeah. every virtually every studio at activision is working on call of duty in some what, way except what's... for like blizzard stuff but i, I bet so there are blizzard in, people working probably on well there are because they use BattleNet for uh yeah. for, for the the piece so someone at blizzard is doing some kind of network shit for, probably, for it at least yeah. the, what's so frustrating is that i personally think modern warfare is a significantly better game than cold war mm-hmm. like I, it, to the extent that like cold war has an interesting campaign I, i'm not that that's not yeah. what i'm talking about in terms of multiplayer yeah cold war, mm-hmm. i was done with cold war in under a month uh and i have not really played it that much um and if they could have easily done another year of modern warfare content mm-hmm. and it would have been more fun than cold war. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I understand why they don't do that because I still bought cold war. Like the, yeah. it's just that they don't want to, they want a $60 purchase every year plus yeah. battle passes, not battle passes forever. Yeah. Um, but it just goes to show like they're, I think that, I think Activision is going to collapse in the next 10 years and just... I'm surprised they haven't already collapsed. Me too. Frankly. Kodak just took... uh, Is taking a like a yeah, pay cut whatever. like he's going like half pay whatever he'll get like a 400 million dollar yeah. bonus yeah, yeah. he'll get a ridiculous bonus yeah. and uh, he's signed on through 2023 i March can't believe they still want him helming that ship either yeah. it's, it hasn't gotten better the company has mm-hmm. only continued to do worse under his yeah. leadership i, I think they're <laughs> yeah. they sell more and more call of duty but i think the other rumor is that the vanguard is kind of looking like a mess technically right now but the vanguard? i think that was that has been the rumor for a while, so I don't know What's, where they're at now. What Wait, is that? The I don't know what that is. The, the new yeah. isn't that what the call the new Call of Duty is rumoredly called? Oh, Vanguard? I don't know. Oh, the, maybe I don't remember. They they said that Cold War was a mess until yeah. pretty late in its development as well, and I think yeah. you know it's not a mess. It works and it's yeah. fun enough, but it's certainly not as good as Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, I think, but yeah, I don't know. Activision but, has been yeah. poorly managed for forever. Like, yeah. but, like the way they have run series into the ground, that's just their mantra is yeah. like, you, you look back at Tony Hawk, you look back at guitar, uh, hero, guitar hero, uh, like all those kinds of games, like the Islanders to an extent. Yeah. Like they were like, Oh, we're going to focus on this one thing really hard. Cause people are liking it. We're still going to do it over and over and over and over and over again. And they did that with call of duty as well. And they still do it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, call of duty games have maintained at least like there have, there hasn't been a really bad call of duty like maybe ghosts like depending on if you didn't like it or not but yeah they generally play it pretty safe yeah but now but now if they're really throwing all of their resources like all of these studios that they've acquired and all these things mm -hmm. like straight into the call of duty machine like they're making the same mistakes again and again but this time they're doing it at a much bigger scale the thing the thing that i it seems like that just no one there gets is People aren't just numbers. Like, who no. at Toys for Bob really wants to work on Call of Duty? If I'm, I mean, 
I like yeah. Call of Duty. I have no fucking interest in working on Call of Duty. If you told me, hey, instead of working on these cool, like, colorful games that you enjoy, we're going to put you on the military shooter, I would be like, okay, I'll find another job. And I understand yeah. that, like, jobs aren't necessarily growing on trees, except that the thing is, from what I've seen from following Game Dev Twitter, higher level jobs be above the entry level actually are pretty are yeah. everywhere because there's so much burnout in the industry right now. Yep. yep. So, there's no senior there's no senior developers. So, the, so everybody leaves. Activision is going to start like bleeding senior staff and <laughs> that's not that's really bad for yeah. them. And and to that point like if you join Toys for Bob because you like the games they're making, like mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, well, they did Skylanders, right?" Like if Yeah. If you like Skylanders and you want to work with that IP and you want to make the kind of uh, you're never going to work with Skylanders IP ever again. There's, but but if robot you joined, is not if you, gonna yeah. If you joined at that point, like five yeah, yeah, yeah. five years ago, and now they're like, okay, you're working on Call of Duty now. It's like, mm-hmm. well, no. Okay, bye. Well, <laughs> what's so strange is you could. There's so many things like. If you're telling me that someone at Toys for Bob hasn't pitched a Skylanders gotcha game, I don't believe that. I'm oh, sure yeah. that someone has done that. Yeah. Like oh, absolutely. there's I'm sure that these studios are pitching things that are interesting. But like Activision just seems to be like, well, Call of Duty is the thing that sells the most, so we're just gonna keep pumping into it. But what yeah. it's like I, as someone who went to business school, you can't it's it's not an equation where you can just like go. Well, people like the Call of Duty thing, so we'll throw more resources at it, and then the number will keep going up. There is like a ceiling on yeah, it's what well, those yeah, games can do. They, they have like so many games going on with like Warzone and like Modern Warfare is not getting like new content for it, but they're still like maintaining it. I assume in yeah, some yeah. way you can and actually earn Battle Black Pass Ops progress and, for yeah. the other two games right. from playing Modern and Warfare. Then, and then yeah. Black and Ops, and then they're going to have another game coming. And, then, and Call like, of Duty Mobile, I believe yeah, they, like, they still manage. So there's like, you know, there are so many versions of Call of Duty. Yeah. And it's like, ridiculous. And you're right. Throwing more resources at it is not usually the answer. Like it, in the software development world, like there's a expression that gets thrown around. It's like you can't make a baby in a month by throwing nine women at it exactly like it's just that's not how it works uh like Mm -hmm. yeah having more resources is going to make it a little easier for parts but it's not going to make the project move that much faster so it's yeah and yeah it's 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 really it's it's (laughs) we'll see how much longer they last and it's wild when you compare that to even ea which is a company that i'm not gonna say is like a great company. I mean, they do plenty of bullshit, yeah. but they're doing, they're letting respawn do interesting stuff with apex legends. Mm-hmm. They have, um, you know, motive put out squadrons, which was a cool, like smaller project for mm-hmm. an EA studio to do. And is still supporting it. Like not, not with like tons of content, but like mm-hmm. it still gets ongoing stuff. The Sims is continuing to like generally be a game that people complain about, but also, are pretty passionate about and enjoy mm-hmm. and like the their sports division is kind of frustrating but like EA is the company that is also big shitty publisher and they managed to at least get enough right to not mm-hmm. feel like completely well, terrible the <laughs> um, thing about EA is that they actually learn from their mistakes activision it seems doesn't to some extent like they have <laughs> that's kind of what i'm getting at i guess is yeah. that like it's. I don't think that everything is perfect with EA. I'm very nervous no. to see what they do 
in the future with the F1 license because I'm not con- convinced that they'll be able to keep that series good year to year. But mm. it's not as bad as Activision. Is kind of my no. point. <laughs> Activision is like the worst AAA at this point. I think by far. <laughs> yeah, I don't think by by no small margin. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's really frustrating. Oh, anyway, I just since we're talking about Activision, I'm remembering that Bobby Kodak is in Moneyball. Yeah, and I yes. just watched Moneyball, but I was like, wait, where is he in Moneyball? Bobby Kodak also is an enormous asshole. That, yeah, that guy, that guy <laughs> oh, yeah. can suck shit. He's he's a fucking turd. Yeah. No, I'm terrible. Uh, <laughs> like seriously, I hate that guy. <laughs> turd. Is, he's he, if turd he's, is your harshest term for someone, his, that's a good one. Well, I have much harsher terms I won't okay. say on this podcast because they're a little I, beyond the. I, well, I don't I know. Like, like, about har- harshness is like gotten so like uh, with like social media and just like as society has progressed more and more, like the harsher you are, it's like eh, yeah, whatever. I'm a fucking that's why idiot, I would whatever. But I'm oh, but you go something like oh, that guy's a turd. Oh, what a dummy! It's like whoa that's like (laughs) whoa that's like a little too personal anyway yeah and i mean like his ideology is politics everything about that guy is fucking reeks of shit so yeah Uh, mm -hmm. i hope he loses it all somehow i don't know how but i don't know well i feel like activision will crash anyways let's move on we'll we'll (laughs) see we'll see uh the only ones who will end up hurt are the devs so unfortunately Um, Speaking of losing it all, Konami has pulled out of E3 2021 shortly after like it being announced that they would be partaking. Yep. Uh, they just said our games aren't going to be ready in time, uh, so we're we'll reveal them later. We'll. I don't do doubt stuff, that that's. But... I don't think they're lying, but I think that's also like. I wonder how much of this is they saw the ESA's <laughs> plans for this yeah, E3 that, and were yeah. like. Well, we'd have to crunch to get there, and it's not really mm-hmm. worth it. Wait, so. we don't we don't need a giant like box and carpet on the floor just to keep space. No, we don't. Oh, okay, never mind. We're yeah, not going to be exactly. There. Uh, yeah. I suspect that they will still do a stream in like July. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like actually our stuff is just like in like Sony or like in a Microsoft presentation. Yeah, that and, could like, be too. We're yeah. not like doing our own thing like the the statement they put out for one it looks like it was written on a hello my name is badge uh-huh. um and yes. then for for two it says they um they're continuing being in deep development on a number of key projects what key projects does konami have well Silent Hill. if if they're develop like that's the thing is like is konami developing stuff themselves no i think it's a far like are they like licensing it out and but if i know if i if from what we've heard of what konami is like if they're licensing it out they're still like this is our project they Probably. seem very frankly well, shitty also depend, depends on who they're licensing to like are they licensing to like sony like the rumors have been or are they licensing to like a third party mm. like i don't know like, i don't know if i believe I, all those rumors third, third party studio um i'm surprised because like the castlevania netflix show has been really popular i'm surprised they haven't been doing castlevania anything really. well they haven't been doing anything anything right no like, yeah. the, also that except for fucking uh pachinko yeah i mean so, maybe maybe they're doing a new castlevania who knows i would not be surprised maybe be nice if it's this good. is the time they're like oh these games game things still sticking around but like they there's <laughs> like they're a very japanese company and there's like consoles are not 
like they're selling in Japan, but there's mm. also like way fewer selling. Like the PS3 was like the last time they're like the PS4 sold less than the PS3. So if they're looking at that market, they're probably like, eh, maybe we can get in, but like I don't know how how dedicated they'll be to do it themselves. So I expect them to do yeah like a license thing. So probably. But uh, I I'm curious. You know they got Metal Gear, uh, but Metal Gear without Gojima. Mm. But what if yeah. the rumors? I mean, you got you got R- Phil Spencer Revengeance. with the the Ludens uh, behind him. So you got Phil Spencer giving Konami a lot of money to let Kojima make mm-hmm. another Metal Gear game. Yeah. I mean, I think that could happen. I think all that stuff. Yeah. They just gotta. It's all yeah. about money. I mean, yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 it is. But like, Revengeance was a Metal Gear game without without Kojima, and it was pretty good. Yeah, but also like, but it was I mean, also with platinum, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, mm, I, it, hey, if they want to make Revengeance too, I'm okay. Yeah, sure. let's do it. Let's go. Uh, but platinum's but, also trying to make another Bayonetta, so still, yeah, like five yeah. years now. Like, what is four years? How long so, has the know. Switch been out? I don't even know. Like uh, that was announced with the Switch. No, twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. It came out twenty came out in okay. twenty seventeen. So I think Bayonetta was announced in like late twenty sixteen. Right, that makes or, that, that lines early up. Early twenty seventeen. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But I don't and know. Shin Megami I, Tensei Five. Like, I I still think E three doesn't matter <laughs> anymore. No, unfortunately, I, don't think I love thinks it does. I loved E three for so long, but I think. In twenty twenty one, it doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. It'll be nice to anymore. just have a lot of the stuff all happen at once. Yeah, yeah. The, that was the, always the best part of E three, right? Is the press mm-hmm. conferences and just having a news dump. Oh, yeah. Like you know that there's going to be a news dump on this time period, and that's yep. that's the value yeah. three days where I'm just like, okay, let's get it. Last summer, I was kind of into the idea of spreading it out more, but after going <laughs> through the whole thing, I ended up. I, I think I would prefer it to be a little more compacted this year, but it won't. Yeah. Like, it won't be. Yeah, it's nice to have the like the space for like the smaller games to get their time, mm-hmm. but yeah. also, but at least for so me, many like more, so many more places so, for like, it to show it's, up it's, now. Yeah, and it's like well, hard to track that stuff. It and, didn't. It didn't. That's the yeah. thing is, it didn't end up like, for example, the the perfect case study in this is there's a game coming out pretty soon next week maybe it was delayed but there's a game called hood outlaws and legends coming out which is like a oh, weird yeah. pvp pv pvevp game where you play as robin hood characters yep. that have magic and Looks and, cool. and stuff i'm pumped i actually pre-ordered it because i got it for a big discount on green man like in january or something i'm very excited cool. about it i have a couple friends that are gonna go in on it too um that game I found out about because it was on one of those uh-huh. streams that had like just sort of random upcoming PC games. No one's talking about it though. Like I've never, I haven't seen anybody other than me <laughs> and mm. the couple people I know who pre-ordered it yeah. excited and talking about it. Uh, so it's cycles, not like it doesn't yeah. feel like it worked. Like new cycles really just, they get inundated. They get saturated really fast yeah. these days and it's hard for anything mm-hmm. to stand out because the attention span of the average person that follows the game industry is not long anymore yeah like people aren't reading magazines they aren't um watching long coverage previews they're watching like two minute videos and Mm -hmm. like stuff does not stay in front of mind unless you just constantly throw it in people's face so it's it's hard for the smaller developers 100 percent yep yep 
And Hood is a game that is, you know, it's the reason that I was like, okay, I'll I'll actually check this out is because it was backed by Focus Home Interactive. Mm-hmm. So it's even mm-hmm. backed by like a publisher that's like a mid-tier publisher. But it, there's just so many games that it's hard to find the time to keep them all straight. Yeah, uh, even much. though there's some, there's so many that are, are cool. Um, there's sort of a critical mass of, of stuff, which I think is going to be interesting to see how it works out over the next year and a half or so, because for games that are like that dodgeball game and stuff like hood and stuff like chivalry Two. Oh, that dodgeball like, game, right? The, that a Ubisoft game. The, yeah. These are yeah. multiplayer games that do require there to be people playing them for them to be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not like movies or something or other forms of entertainment where you can just like, get it and then Mm. watch it and then you're done. Um, Mm. Some of these games kind of require a sales tale to keep them relevant. So I think it'll be interesting to see how how that works out over the next couple of years, because it feels like there's more of them now than there. There's more of them at a higher production value now than there were even three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely market saturation. (laughs) And the way stuff gets successful and we've talked about this for years literally at this point but like the reason stuff gets successful is 100% pure luck it has nothing yep. to do with the quality of the game quality games get made all the time and then fall under the radar um yep. and then randomly like look at among us we've talked about that mm-hmm. before too like that game came out 2 years ago and or 3 years ago at this point and then 2 years later it got extremely popular out of nowhere so like yep. The industry works in weird ways that you can't. Yeah, predict. I think I think there is an aspect of luck, but I do think that the game has to be. Oh, it has to at least um, be good. Yeah, but good it's like making making a good game well, is not enough, and also but, like there are plenty at, of bad yeah. games that like, like you know, Bird. do well. So, and I I do think that to a certain extent it is marketing that helps to make that stuff work. Like I think part of the reason why perhaps Among Us took so long to find an audience is because it is a super small team that didn't have a marketing budget at all. Mm-hmm. So it took someone kind of randomly stumbling on their uh, a popular streamer to do so. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, whereas, you know, some of these mid tier publishers are in this interesting space where they maybe don't have the money to draw a or to have a big enough marketing budget to draw a mainstream crowd, but they're also not small and scrappy enough where they can support a game without people paying for it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I, I, it'll be interesting to see how some of these games shake out in terms of their long-term support um, and, and where they end up uh, because it's, it's going to be tough out there, I think. Yep. Like Although that. with no Overwatch 2 ever coming out, at least uh, <laughs> there's yeah. one less competitor. Yeah, well, it's okay. That 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 team's just going to work on Call of Duty. Yep. Speaking of games and delays in the summer, uh, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Reverse. Oh yeah, we talked about that just last week. Free multiplayer game that was yeah, supposed we were looking to, uh, to release it. with uh, next week with Resident Evil Village has yeah, now been that's... delayed to summer. Oh fuck. Yeah, I was really I that. I was uh, don't $60. say the sixty dollars the worst words. The sixty dollars was for reverse, and I was you know the and it came Dimitrescu. with Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, the Lady Dimitrescu was just like a bonus, like Dimitrescu. I thought it was like a pre-order thing for excuse me reverse, but yeah, that's what uh, Ethan says in the demo for. He says Lady Dimitrescu. 
Oh, I thought that he says Resident Evil Reverse coming soon. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, what she says. You can play as me her. in Resident Evil Reverse. That's at the end of the demo. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's like that. I don't even know what they're doing. Like, What's I mean, I, if, they, if the game's not ready, the game's not ready. But also, like, if that game doesn't come out with village it's not no one's gonna play it, it. has no chance what's yeah. funny the more i think about it the more i'm like you know if that game had been good it's such a smart stupid way to like kill would it could be such a smart stupid way to kill a couple of hours hey it, sure. it's not bad like i played it i had fun I, I went back to it like a few times so like i don't think it's bad it plays the better than like like the yeah. The, the previous the resistance they did i'll so. play i'll play fucking leon kennedy while my friend plays as, as nemesis and you, well no because you you're all you playing fucking as like, leon kennedy you're all playing as like hunk or leon or claire and then when you die you turn into nemesis that's what i mean is like yeah. that's oh, a, okay. I, that's that's that's, that's kind silly. of a fun concept. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. No, it's, hopefully, it's, hopefully they get that game in a place where it's decently playable and there's enough people to find a few matches. Yeah, like, it, like when it comes out, we should definitely like play some because like it's yeah, like, you know, it's not it doesn't great, have, but it's fun. It doesn't have crossplay, does yeah. it? I don't. I, probably not. <laughs> I probably not. I might get a. I might get Resident Evil Eight on PC anyway because I saw a good pre-order yeah, deal for I, it. I, I thought about. it. I was my, like, oh my, lads like, at Green Man mods. I don't know. Like I yeah I don't oh, know what no. the well is, and if, I, really I just want someone to make a randomizer for the game but I don't know sure. like Resident Evil Seven doesn't really lend itself to randomizer stuff as much as like the other games do so I don't know if Resident Evil Eight will lend itself to that but I'd like to see a randomizer for it. Hmm. I think it'll look better on my PS Five than on PC, but also the it is a first person game and I as I yeah. play. Seven is not giving me the same thing that two remake did where I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do this mm-hmm. with a controller. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think I would probably be enjoying it more if I was playing it on PC. There is like the, mm-hmm. you know, having the precision is nice. And then yeah. also like, because it's first person, especially. Um, and there. I'll admit part of it is I thought that like my partner might want to like sit and watch, but she hasn't really taken much of an interest in sitting mm-hmm. and watching. So I'm kind of like, eh, all right, whatever. Uh, well, I don't know, but there's no Lady Dimitrescu in uh, seven. So seven. Yeah, but you apparently got... it's got pretty light system requirements too, from what I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, they're they're pretty good about that stuff. Um, it must be really well optimized because it's like 16 gigs of RAM. This is for like the high end, eight eight gigabytes of VRAM, a ten and ten seventy, or a RX fifty seven hundred, Core i seven. What the what the hell is going? Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Never mind. I was like, what is? Why is this eighty dollars? But it was that's for the Resident <laughs> Evil Village and Seven Pack. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna. Never mind. Pat, you haven't finished Resident Evil Seven, right? No, not yet. I was gonna say. I something, intend to. I was gonna say something. A question about eight, which would have been pretty spoilery for Seven, but I'll wait until you finish it. Okay. Cool. I you can, I, you can message I'm, me. I'm I'll, gonna. I think I'm gonna try to get. Answer through it my this week was uh, a weird week because i i'm i'm setting a goal for myself to get through a final fantasy 14 expansion every Hell month yeah. so that Hell i yeah. can be caught up by the time Endwalker comes out and i had to kind of cram to get through the end of the realm reborn patches because they're very long yeah um from what i've heard they're the longest patch cycle yeah. of any yeah. of the games oh, okay well, so it's, nice it's, anyway it's, it's smoother from there 
yeah, I got through that. So now I have a little bit. I can't let off the gas pedal too much because Heaven's Word is not like short. But yeah. I can. I have a little bit of breathing room. <laughs> like Resident Evil Seven's like eight I can to find, ten hours. Yeah, I can find ten hours over the next week to finish <laughs> Resident Evil sure, Seven. Yeah. It's oh, it's so good. But uh, yeah, you can you can message me, Alex, with the, if that sure. question you have, and I can do my best to answer. But I, you know, I haven't played the game yet. I've only played the demo, uh, which yeah. they extended this last demo to eight days instead of like twenty four hours. <laughs> Uh, it's still an hour of timed thing, but uh, you have a larger window to play it. Uh, here's a weird one that isn't on our list, and I forgot. But earlier this week, I was thinking about a game from like 2010, maybe 2011. Let me let me check the date. On I I don't even know. Uh, do you remember El Shaddai: Ascension of the oh, Metatron? Fuck yeah, it's coming on Steam. Yeah. I, I don't remember. For some that. reason, I thought I thought about this game like earlier this week, and then like two days later, Patrick Klepek is tweeting about yep. how it's coming to Steam. Yep. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> 2011. I uh, remember it. I pl- I think I rented it or played a. De- I think there was a demo on <clears throat> PSN. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> it's a weird game, uh, a weird name, and. You seem to have some affinity for it, Pat. Do you do you know like what the deal with this game is? It was just a really weird. It deals with like some really strange um, ephemeral. Like I don't want to misspeak too much, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's inspired by like the Bible, apocryphal like, book of Enoch. Yeah, the book of Enoch. That's what it was. Uh, and it's just a weird fucking mm-hmm. game. It's like, yeah. If you look at it, the environments are all like very abstract. It's like kind of um, watercolory in a way. Yes, it's a weird ass game. Uh, yeah. And people who like it like it a lot. And there also was a pair of licensed jeans that mm-hmm. came out when what? Uh, the game originally. Yeah. Came out. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Licensed blue jeans for <laughs> like some L- Levi's or something. Of, yeah. So, well, I mean, some not L- Levi's. Some L yeah. Levi's. The thing is, those are like, like, I would not be like weirded out seeing those on the street in Japan. Like that is very much Japanese like jean style. Like they're yeah, like, yeah. really into like the embroidered, like uh, kind of extra jeans. Um, Do they? Funny, oh man, but, could it just be like, you know, those sweatpants that say stuff on the butt? Just says should mm-hmm. die or something. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, let's see. They're El Shaddai X Edwin. Edwin 5030. I don't know what Edwin is. I guess it's a jeans brand, but yeah, that's uh, maybe this, yeah. that can be our uh, our cover art or something. Sure. Send anyway. Away. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. uh anyway next news story uh valorant uh, from the from the people over at riot uh maybe they're gonna finally solve pat's problem and uh they will now be recording voice chat in game so they can listen in if someone is reported for using like slurs or any sort of like unsportsmanlike reportable offense good Uh, so Basically, all voice chat will be recorded, and it will only be like monitored or listened to reportedly uh, if someone is reported in game. I 
that I'm not. I think it's. I think that concept is good. I don't have any faith in Riot in much nope. the same way. No, I don't have mm-hmm. any faith that their claims that they'll only listen to the recordings the, upon reports. Like, hey, great! Now they have a kernel level driver, and they're listening to everything you're saying. Awesome. Yeah, I think what I would say is like, <laughs> and maybe this comes from being someone who plays tabletop games, and this is how I think about playing online games a lot. If mm-hmm. I go to the game store and play a tabletop game. The people that work at the store can hear me talking and they're, yeah. I mean, I'm in public. Like, I think you should conduct yeah. yourself in voice chat. Like totally. there's people listening. Um, yeah. and, and you know, is, you, you don't know public. if you're being like, you don't know if someone you're playing with is streaming or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it is weird. Like, you know, I don't know if there's any information like, Oh, we're, you know, if nothing's reported, then we delete the, the thing after like a day or something. Um, yeah, I don't I know. Don't, I, um, I don't know how much. I think that the policy should definitely be outlined in a lot more detail, and maybe it yeah. has been through their their. Port. I, the other thing I think is that this only works, and this is more to your first point, Alex. This only works if, when the person that's doing the moderating, like it doesn't work if you go like, oh well, we're gonna just if they say a slur, like obviously yes, you should ban that person, but like the games that I played that put me off of it were just people being assholes like yes i also encountered being called slurs a few times but that stuff that like it's horrible but i mm-hmm. I can kind of shrug that off i can just like yeah. if you're gonna just jump in and like like you were saying andre about social media like saying shit to people if you're gonna jump in and just call me like the r word or the n word mm-hmm. or something like I I, I I that's terrible and you should get banned but i can shrug that off as a player mm-hmm. what what ended up bothering me is when I'd be the last person alive and there's someone in my ear going, no, you need to go there. No, you're being an idiot. Stop playing like an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Go in there. Yeah. He's going to be in that corner. God, you're a fucking idiot. Like that's, yeah. that's the stuff that made me go like, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to yeah. having four yeah. people talking in my ear, telling me that I'm a fucking idiot for two minutes is not something I want to yeah. deal with. So if they're moderating, but that requires listening to the context and like viewing the context of what's going on. And if there's millions of games being played, I'm not confident that they're going to be able to like yeah. um, sort that. Yeah, I'm doing a bit more reading. It looks like you can only use voice chat if you opt in. Like if you do mm-hmm. not opt in, you can't use voice chat. So mm-hmm. I guess that's okay. But but yeah, like it's not always about using slurs. Like uh, I had yeah. a friend who was playing it and broke down in tears because she was she had the audacity to use voice chat was pointed out to be a woman and the whole time mm-hmm. they were just being like belittling yeah. to her the entire time yeah. even though yeah. she she ended up winning the game for them but like mm-hmm. the whole time they were just being so sexist and like not using slurs not saying like harsh language yeah. just bullying and and I, and I, as somebody who moderates stuff for for work in a context where there isn't the same kind of like people interacting with each other so mm-hmm. you know the, 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 that part is absent. I move, sometimes I have cues of like, I mean, yesterday I moderated like a thousand comments, literally. Um, yeah. And yes, I, but I'm scanning <clears throat> those comments for like really bad stuff and then hitting post. Now, if these were people talking to each other, I would be slowing down and taking more time to do it. But I also work at a company where it's I could fortunately say I need to take some more time with this and people would be cool with it. I don't know that Riot is going to have support staff that can handle the volume of reports that are going to happen in a way mm-hmm. that's actually yeah. like and, and giving reading the proper a, attention. Reading a comment takes you can read a lot faster than you can listen. Yes, to absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that report system is in place. And like they went pretty hard on moderation on League, and it mm. report they say like it they works cut well. down on a lot of the stuff and like getting people but it's all into text. like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and so definitely like sifting through all the toxicity in voice chat is going to take a lot more time. They have the resources to like make a team uh, that can do that, and but their their support has also been like. You know, there are some, like, real shitty things and, like, riot support history with, like, treatment of players and stuff. But yeah, apparently, according to the story on PC Gamer, if Riot does act on a report against you and reviews your voice logs, that data will be made available to you and then deleted after the report has been closed. So I assume if no one reports, like, within a certain time after the game, then it's just, like, the thing is gone, presumably. Yeah. I It's certainly... That aspect of it doesn't personally bother me yeah. that much. The PlayStation 5 can do the same. I just wonder... Yeah. Well, Google does the same when you use yeah. their Fa- voice services. Facebook, like, Facebook does the so same. So does Apple. Well, actually, I don't know if Apple does, now that I think about it. They might, Apple's a little know. better with it. I think you can opt out of sending your, your recordings to Apple. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the the, the uh, it just seems... The context thing seems so hard, because the more I think about it, the more it's like, well, okay, if someone's being an asshole and i say hey fuck off i'm just trying to have fun playing the game and i get reported for telling someone to fuck off <laughs> am i going to get banned yeah. for defending myself from somebody else being really bad <laughs> like yeah what? totally it's so like it's so tough they're going to have to pay really close attention to context in all of these situations when they review these logs and um i just what i the thing I think that is problematic about this is they clearly recognize that this is a problem, but instead of doing work to like systemically change their communities for the better, it sounds like they're trying to find ways to punish people and bet easier. And I just don't think that's going to work for them long term. Mm-hmm. Um I think the better thing to do is to cultivate an environment where the assholes just don't even want to participate, but they don't want to do that because that's less money. <laughs> so <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it makes that uh, community less awful because it is just one of those games where every time I see yeah. it pop up on my timeline, like a clip of it, it's because it's people being dicks in the game. Yep. yep. Like that's the only reason I, I see it pop up on my timeline. Yeah, I think of it like compared to something like, I mean, obviously vastly different games, so I'm not trying to compare them on their what they are, but my partner's playing a ton of Phasmophobia these days, and she like fell, like found people within that community that are really cool, and like generally anytime, maybe not in public lobbies, but anytime she hops on the Discord and says like, hey, did somebody want to play, um, people are like very cool, and it's a pretty like positive mm-hmm. community. And it's largely because the developer has yeah. done has taken steps to make people that are shitty feel unwelcome. Yeah. Well, also, um, yeah. and like, it's one person who makes that yeah. game. <laughs> but also, when it's a Discord, it's you know, no, no, for sure. But what yeah. I'm saying is the the way that that game is the community yeah. has developed is that's how you play. Is you go on the yes. Discord and ask for people. Yeah, that doesn't it's, feel like Riot's game plan with how to get you playing games like that. I mean, it's not it, because it, it's also yeah. a cooperative game. It is. No, no. Uh, again, totally different experience, but yeah. 
I, I guess what I'm just saying it is, is... It is totally about how you build the community and what you foster yeah, and allow. 100%. Absolutely, yeah. Because they've you, allowed you, the toxicity to you, fester for you, so long in Valorant. You yep. reap what you sow. And yep, Riot totally. does, is not known for being particularly great. At the reaping yeah. part. Or the no. sowing. Or the sowing. <laughs> anyway, sure. yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see how uh, things shake out with this Apex um, 3v3 mode and see if the community's... Because in general, the Apex community seems a lot more positive and friendly it than does. the Valorant community. Um, yeah. I actually reinstalled it while we were doing this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, internet. Check it out again. Yeah, because I have good, <laughs> better internet now. You're just um, installing things just because you can. I know. Yeah, Comcast <laughs> is going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we, we said unlimited. But yeah, Com- exactly. We didn't mean it. <laughs> my response is, fuck off. I'm taking all. I'm taking it all. I'm downloading the whole internet right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, buying, I'm buying truckloads of hard drives. I'm going to download <laughs> terabytes of pornography, not even to watch it. Just to just because I'm going to run out of games to download. Chuck Wendig can't shut down this internet archive. (laughs) (laughs) If I ever make a Plex server, server, I'm going to call it the Chuck Wendig Memorial Plex server. other uh speaking of companies doing things i I don't even i don't have a segue for this uh doom eternal back in the news (laughs) somehow great uh uh no it's not because they Uh they done lied to us or people still playing the game i guess they're they're charging people for skins uh which they said they wouldn't do these skins were in the game before but are not obtainable anymore i I think by pre-order or something or something or other but yeah so originally like around launch they had said we're not going to do like any microtransactions for skins or anything like that cosmetics and now here they are doing microtransactions for cosmetics. It's so ridiculous because I think this is dumb and I don't like it, like, but I still see people on my timeline all the time being like, fuck yeah, Doom Eternal, one of the best modern shooters. And I'm it's, like, it's really not what I've heard. <laughs> but people fucking love that game. So I don't know, I don't know why. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's a, it's an arcade shooter, which like, hey, ain't nothing wrong with an arcade shooter. But it it is. I'm talking about not people, a lot of games like it in like the the AAA space. Yeah, but I'm talking about people too who are yeah. big in the indie development space yeah, yeah, yeah. for making arcade shooters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are yeah. like huge fans of it, and I don't get it at all. I don't get it, it either. I it's, finished it's, that game. It's very bloated. By the end, it's very bloated. But yeah, uh, so that's that's but Microsoft doing Bethesda for you. Skins in that game for the multiplayer. There is technically multiplayer. Oh, there is. Okay, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah, it's not great, but it's there. And whatever. Like I don't know who who fucking cares. Like <sighs> I mean, it's, it's just Quick Champions was good. Quick Three is one of the best games of all time. Sure, but even Quick uh, Champ. I mean, Quick Champions was a lot of fun. I don't know. Yeah, if you wanted a multiplayer arcade shooter, it was good. And guess what? Speaking Quake of 3? one of the best games, oh. Quake Three, you could put in whatever damn skin you want. You could be Macaulay Culkin, you could be Eminem, you could be fucking a cat, and you just had to install mods or a uh, talking skins. cat. <laughs> oh, Quake Champions still exists. Never mind. Then that, yeah, <laughs> I thought they that. shut it down. Say that then. <laughs> they uh, did a season ten it, update in didn't they, March twenty fifth. Wasn't oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm actually surprised by that. But uh, speaking of good games, Chibi Robo Speedrunner found new exploit. Oh yeah, I thought this uh, was cute. I I put okay. this in Klepek did a story about this advice. Uh, it was pretty cool. The um, there's Chibi Robo 
apparently is a game a lot of people don't even remember, which is wild. To I love me it because yeah, yeah. That, I I actually have never played it, but I have I I watched enough people play it that when I was younger, it was a game everybody seemed to love. Um, yeah. But uh, it has a very small but passionate speedrunning community, and speedrunning progress on it has been really slow because the community is pretty small. So mm-hmm. it's not like Mario or Ocarina where there's like tens of thousands of people playing it to speedrun yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it was just a cool little like the video is really fun because there's these what they're doing is um, I is in the tutorial you have to go downstairs. But then you can't get back upstairs until later in the game um, and of this house. You're like this little robot in this house. And but they figured out through this like crazy button combo that they mashed for five hours that you can um, actually like exploit out of the tutorial message Hmm. and then go through a door that you're not supposed to be able to go into until much later in the game. And then when you come back out of that door, it's just you're just further in the game you're just like at that point <laughs> like hours further into the game um without having that, to go through any of the downstairs stuff that, uh, yeah that that's awesome yeah it's really cool and it's fun because it's one of those videos where these people are like clearly tired and like maybe not on the verge of giving up but definitely like is this even gonna fucking work and then finally it happens and everyone just flips out and is so excited and like mm-hmm. yelling and and like Oh, screaming about game. it and stuff it's it's fun yeah it's a fun thing uh they it doesn't they have to figure out how to make it repeatable reliably because mm-hmm. they spent five hours trying to get it to work the first time so mm-hmm. um, well you know you proving that it works is one right. thing and then you got to just okay let's get it uh, dialed in yeah. yeah well yeah um, i mean with speedrunning, you you see those things all the time where people are like oh yep. this isn't a marathon safe technique because it doesn't always work or like i can't always do it because it's hard to execute mm-hmm. so but yeah. if it's there then it's there that's awesome yeah it's it's, it's cool it, it was a cool story mm-hmm. yeah no it's always fun to hear about new speed running development yeah. and klepek is just my favorite writer in the genre of he he'll write a three thousand dollar three thousand dollar three thousand word <laughs> article uh Hopefully it makes at least three thousand dollars. <laughs> he'll write a he'll write a three thousand word article um, that uh, that that's like about this really hyper niche Obscure, specific thing. Yeah. But he's a good writer, so he makes it interesting to you and kind of brings you into that that world, even if it's not something you're gonna stick with uh, long term. So yeah, 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 it's fun. Yeah, uh, he writes uh, good stories. Um, and our last news story this week is Microsoft is reducing the cut they are taking from game sales on the Microsoft Store down to 12% to match what Epic takes from sales on the Epic Game Store. There's a joke in here that they reduced their cut by not selling any games because who buys games yeah that's that's they're supposedly they're like they're actually a lot of changes are coming to the Microsoft Store okay like they're so, yeah. loosening restrictions on what kind of apps are available on the Microsoft Store. Uh, you know, taking uh, from my pornography cut, downloads. Yeah, making, hell yeah. Hentai. Hentai. And making the, uh, n- not not like the games, but just like, instead of like, oh, it all has to be UWP apps. Like, saying like, uh, oh, you can get like an executable off here or whatever. Um, you can get a bat file off the Windows Store. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I, they're also like kind of like revamping the store as like part of all this. So just, you know, like, okay, we know the store sucks. We got to 
we got to make it better. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so sorry. The, so that fifth or sorry, twelve percent is that what it was? Yeah. And so yeah. does that apply to everything, not just games? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, but the story was specifically PC games. Yeah. That, so way, I don't. I don't know if it applies to other things. I, yeah, because I remember hearing um, a lot of the conversation around this is specific to the fact that Steam, like, there's mm-hmm. some kind of that Steam and Valve are kind of in some antitrust lawsuit territory with how. They're having monopolistic tendencies and uh, in the PC market space, as well as the fact that, you know, they charge 30%, which is kind of a lot for a lot of developers. And they're one of the only places right now that still charges that much. Like, and um, they're like, their thing about like, if you make a lot of money, we'll charge you less or, you know, we'll take less of the cuts. It should be the other way around. It should be, it should be the other way around, which is what Epic does. Where it's yeah. like, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it is like, yeah, it's like 10, 12% up until a million dollars of revenue. Then above that, it's like every uh, revenue that above for, that million, it's more. I thought or that, that might was just be for licensing for, for, Unreal. I think that's Unreal. licensing yeah. Unreal. Like, that might be right. Like up to $100,000, it's like you free for license, then you have to like start yeah, paying royalties yeah, yeah. or that's licensing what it was. fees that's or whatever. What it was. Right. Thank you. Yeah. And like that seems much more friendly to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> And like they still get their bucks because you know the big sellers, they're gonna move yeah. millions and millions of copies, so they get their cut yeah. when it when it's time. But like the smaller developers, they still get access to those great tools. Uh, and the same mm-hmm. thing should apply to getting a game or an app or a product or whatever mm-hmm. out there. Like it it, it shouldn't cost you thirty percent of your revenue if you sold a hundred copies. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, but again, like Pat was saying, like. Who is buying game like who is buying yeah. games on the Windows Store now that True. like everything's on Game Pass if it's from Microsoft first party? Like you know, I'm not so, gonna go and like try to buy Forza on there again or anything like that. No, I mean you would never yeah. want to use oh. the keep Microsoft Game Store over or Microsoft Store over Steam. And there's nothing on that store that isn't on Steam. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, now they now that they're putting all their first party stuff on Steam, yeah, like exactly. less reason to go to that store. And like, this is a good move on Microsoft's part. But yeah, what if, if I were like, them, I would say, hey, we're going to continue to support Game Pass through the 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 Xbox app, but we're removing games from the store. If you've already bought stuff there, you're good. We're not mm-hmm. taking away your purchases. Like, I, yeah. why even continue to? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's a revenue was, stream. I get it. They wouldn't. It's really hard to justify closing yeah. down a revenue stream, but yeah. And at least uh, it's better now. <laughs> like maybe well, actually. I mean, maybe yeah. Developers or whatever will actually start to use it and put stuff. That yeah. Matters. What on I'll there. say is the store itself. I mean, maybe they're going to have sweeping changes that'll make it better. It sucks. It's a terrible, oh, yeah, terrible, terrible storefront to use. It is. Yeah. Horrendous. Uh, What's worse, the Windows 10 store or the PS5 store? It uh the Windows Ten store. Absolutely the Windows Ten store. Um although what I will say, my one PS this is my biggest problem with the design of the PS5 software, the the Mm -hmm. OS. Mm. When you notifications come up in the upper right part of the screen and cover up the search and settings buttons, (laughs) like menu options (laughs) on the home screen, and frequently the time that you want to hit those things to check how much storage space you have or to search mm. for something is right after you start the console, which is when all of the notifications mm. pop. So you have to sit there for like 20 seconds waiting for the like, oh, this wow. downloaded, this updated, your friend did this, you were invited to a voice chat. Yeah, it's like, booty. 
And then yeah. you have to wait for all that to clear so that you can see that your cursor is over the settings or search button. <laughs> it's like, fucking, I don't understand why they thought it was a good idea. I, it's like the fact that on Windows, toast notifications come in, or like the notifications come in on the lower right of the screen, where mm-hmm. frequently there's like a chat box or something. Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. would you put the notification down there? Put it in like the upper left or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, it's Japanese. You can't change it without. You have to change a registry key to change it. <laughs> you can't even change <laughs> really? it in a setting. Really, I love it. Yes. You have to mod your Windows just so the yes. UI doesn't break everything. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's that's Microsoft supposedly fixing the store. And taking less of a cut from developers, even though they're mostly anything anyone's playing on the Windows Store is just Game Pass games now. So yeah, I mean, I I use Candy Crush. I use use the Windows Store to download Ubuntu for my WSL, but that's free. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, I Uh, use it to update my Xbox app. Unfortunately, and then it also is like we think you need a calendar update. Which, by the way, I looked into. It's not that the calendar updates every week. It's that there's a bug that hits occasionally where it'll try to update your calendar every week. And do you know what the solution is? Fucking what? reinstalling windows, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, God, uh, computers. I, I love I, it. That one's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, well, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. So Andre, uh, the, oh, yeah. How was your shower? Did you turn the fan on? <laughs> Last night? Yeah, like, when, when you were showing, was, Yeah. How yeah, do you... Like, who showers without the fan on? I've met a couple of people who shower without the fan on, and I'm always like... Do, do they want mold? mold? Yeah. Yeah, like... Are they, peop- are they fungus people, like those enemies in Returnal? Or The Last of Us? Or Resident Evil? No. But, yeah, okay. Fungus I'm glad people to hear. are good... I'm glad so, that fungus people have... have continued as a trope because that's a good that's a good one i like fungus people the the fungus among us but yeah i'm glad to hear that you had the fan on uh did you shampoo and conditioner uh did not condition i don't condition often my uh my godmother is a hairstylist or a beautician Mm -hmm. and uh she was like oh your hair you got like oily hair you don't need to condition nice nice do do y'all shave in the shower or do you shave separately uh sometimes but sometimes like i I like to have a mirror so i can see what's going on but then like my mirror is like low (laughs) or in the shower yeah that's i either when i try my face i don't know we don't we don't see below the neck so fair but like uh no i don't shave in the shower because i use an electric razor and i don't want to use that shower i use an electric razor in the shower i mean (laughs) you can it's waterproof yeah they make waterproof ones yeah yeah i do shave my mustache sometimes and that i do it out of the shower because i want that mirror yeah Mm -hmm. that mirror i was shocked when the washing washing your legs discourse came around because I've always done that, and when I found mm-hmm. out that there actually are like lots of white people who don't do that, I was like, "Wait, the like, fuck is wrong with you? They, they just don't use soap on their legs, or they just don't." The even touch argument their legs. is that this this is like a 2017 Twitter <laughs> war, <Okay. laughs> but the argument is that that people were making is if you soap up your upper body, that the soap rolls down but, to your legs, and then you don't not, need to scrub. 
because it's not. just rolling down. That's not how soap fucking works. You got to scrub it in there. <laughs> no, you have to like clean your pores to, out you, and stuff. You exfoliate. Yes. <laughs> I kind of. I, I was shocked. I thought it was a joke. Like I thought the joke. It was like a like, it's like uh, a Dan Reichert ass thing. Apparently, it's lots of people d- had that logic or were taught that. And it, wow. I mean, I did date someone in co- in, in early college that was like. Oh yeah, I don't use soap in the shower because the water is enough to clean you. And I was like, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not true. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, she was lying. I mean, she and- did use soap in the shower, but it was like a like I, I don't I don't we shouldn't have to. It was she did it's like a societal like society yeah. says we have to do this, so I do it, do, but we don't do, have to really. Do you use a, a loofah? I do. Yes, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's, uh, I didn't yeah. used to. I used to just use a washcloth for my hands, but now I, I use the loofah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Getting real personal in this episode, Alex. Yeah. I, I'm happy to share my t- yeah. bathroom and habits should be m- less taboo to talk about because nice. that way your people's collective hygiene improves. If everyone no. goes like, oh, yeah, you do this and it's better. Okay. Yeah. Wash your booty. Yeah. People? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Get a, go buy a buy a washlet from Japan and the warm water right up in your beehole. It'll be cleaner <laughs> than you've ever had it. It's it's great. It's, uh, you don't even need a shower at that point. You're not dirty at all. In scum, they just wipe their butts with their hands, and it's disgusting. <laughs> and then, they sh- and then you like high. They like reach down and wipe their butt, and then they do this like motion where they like. Flick their flick it off their hand. Nah, that doesn't it's, work. It's disgusting. Like the the packing tobacco when people are excited and they do the hand flip thing. Sort of. <laughs> More like oh, there's something gross on my hand. I gotta shake it off. They put God. it there. I know. <laughs> I'm not working with it. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Well, um, now that we've gotten here, anything else you need to get off your chest before we uh, wrap up this episode? Oh, you know what? I've got something. Okay, go for it. Last <laughs> last week, people were just not having it with my opinions on bananas and grapes. That's true. Oh. Yeah, and you know what I have to say? Fucking orange. Um, I I don't like eating oranges. I don't like eating oranges. I like orange juice. No, I fuck orange juice. Anything, I understand. Oh, that's what? just oh, like navel oranges. Ridiculous. Uh, a blo- <laughs> like any or- plain orange. Like I can get down with like a satsuma, like a you know, like a cuties, or a, like a you know, a clementine. Clementine, yeah, like those were chill. Oranges, no, get out of here. We're done. No, I can't go with you on the no orange juice thing. That's important. Yeah, I'm also into uh, oranges. No. Like, sure, peeling no. them can be a hassle, but they're they're worth it. No, my partner had a cup of grapes. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't peeling oranges. No thanks. Um, my partner had a cup of grapes, and she said she was gonna send a DM of it to you, and with some like really, really aggressive, like kind of, kind of too aggressive language. And then she was like, "But Andre doesn't know me well enough to, to under yeah, kind of some kind a kind of ass uh, sentence." She was like, "I don't want him to think I'm serious." <laughs> <laughs> I I can take it. Oh, I know. Like I said, like I said if, if, I if it was like a it. gentle, like, God, you just, you're so dumb. You don't like grapes. I'd be like, wow, that really hurts. <laughs> no, yeah. this was like, fuck what you, a, you piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, not like, man, Andre, what a like, turd. Like, no. again, yeah, like, again, if someone is honestly, truly upset with me for my opinions on fruit, like, 
what fruit is good and what fruit is not. Like, well, I think it's because when you, I call you, Bobby Kotick a turd, what I mean is that his value to society to yeah. me is literally the value of like a, a pile of poop. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a, yeah. it's not hyperbole. It's what I actually think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why it's so hurtful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, uh, you know, I, if it was like something that actually mattered, like, uh, I don't know, my opinions on the best video games or something, and someone told me I was stupid, like, wow, that would, I'd be like, well, them's fighting words, but, you know, it's grapes and bananas and oranges, yeah, they don't matter like, anyway, they're trash. Actually so. likes, who actually likes Yakuza? No <laughs> Let's one. not, who gives a shit about uh, uh, f- food, food, the sustenance that we need to eat to live opinions? It's to, all about what <laughs> what to entertainment our, to keep you our like disgusting like. I mean, bodies working. Yeah, if it came down to it, I would eat like a banana or an orange or a grape. Like you know, I'm not gonna like die instead of eating one of these <laughs> things. But like, yeah, I'm an adult. Like, I can eat what I want. I'm, no one's buying my food for me. I, have, I'm gonna buy the things I like. I'm not gonna buy a banana except I have to buy my girlfriend bananas because she eats them for breakfast. So I have to like <laughs> go and I have to touch these disgusting things. Well, what is your experience? Them. Is your experience with bananas? Are you like? griffin mackerel style where the only way you eat bananas is just by chomping directly into so, them through the skin sophomore, <laughs> sophomore year Crunch. high school uh we went to a summer camp it was a sailing camp and it was like you know camp uh-huh. out overnight and for like a week and you know go sailing during the day and in our tent we had a cooler in this cooler we had two things package of oreos sealed like uh-huh. like brand new in unopened, a cooler okay in a cooler and a bunch of bananas <laughs> why those two things i don't know okay me and my me and my friends we did not touch this cooler the entire time we were there oh no like last night we opened it and it was just the smell of banana was <laughs> overwhelming just the entire tent was like oh no just had a bad experience with bananas no i didn't like bananas before this i wasn't gonna oh. eat bananas but it was just, <laughs> it's just reinforced like, it yeah, no, it's like, oh God. And so the, the, the perfume, the banana scent was just everywhere. They were still perfectly fine. They weren't like rotten or anything. They were, you know, they were like yellow, not a spot to be seen. And then open up the Oreos because that's what we wanted. And then the Oreos, <laughs> the, junk food. Taste, the Oreos tasted like banana through the sealed <laughs> packaging. That sounds good. Yeah. You improved Oreos. those Oreos. That sounds not great. If you don't like, not if you don't like bananas. Banana Oreos <laughs> exist, and they're very good. Yeah, Ooh. but hey, here's how you make them. You stick some Oreos in a cooler <laughs> with bananas. For Probably a actually natural flavoring and not whatever artificial shit is in them. Uh, yeah, I, uh, the bananas are interesting because if you get a ripe, like if you get a, an unripe banana, if it's yellow, but it's still on the inside, it's a little too tough. That's not a good experience. Um, and obviously once they're too, too ripe, they're not a good experience. So you do have to really hit them in the sweet spot for it to like, like be good, of... but the sweet spot lasts like a week. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's pretty you got big a lot of... window. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty uh, yeah. safe. Uh, uh, my only food related thing that I'm super not into is coconuts. I, um, I, I don't, like I think I've got either. like a, I've got like, I don't even like uh, like psychosomatic i don't even know like it's i don't i don't have a like i can eat coconut but sure I, i'm not like allergic it, but it makes like, me it's feel the, sick it's the bad yeah no exactly it's the like i had a bad experience as a kid and like after school yeah. program Same. making some trail mix oh. and i was like putting all the stuff in and i put coconut in there i'd never had coconut before 
And I probably put too many like M&Ms and like candy things in there. So like I got sick. Like, I felt sick. And I was like, oh, it, I bet it was the coconut. And so ever since then, I was like, I don't like coconut. I don't want yeah. coconut. I, I, Similar. Uh, I, I hurled a lot as a kid, like a young kid. I did kid, not do that. With something, but... something coconutty and just that com- combined mm-hmm. experience, uh, <laughs> just scent and everything like of coconut, coconut and hurl was not I like coconut milk grape. in things. Mm-hmm. Like sure. I like it. Like yeah. it's yeah. a really good. Sure. We've, we've been making this vegan macaroni and cheese that uses coconut milk as mm-hmm. part of it. It's incredibly good. You don't taste the coconut at all. Though. Yeah, yeah, like it's no, not it's even a thickener, like um, sweetener. Yeah, it's a thickener. It's not even sweet coconut milk. It's it's mm-hmm. like a light, yeah, yeah, unsweetened coconut milk. So yeah, I, I like that, but I don't like coconut flavor. Like I don't like a, a almond joy. No, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not not for me. Uh, <laughs> Mounds, no, um, no, yeah, nope. snowballs, no. Nope. Um, so and college i took like a psychology 101 class or whatever and we were talking about like the whatever i can't remember the name of it but the thing where like you don't actually have like an allergy or anything but you're like oh i can't eat this food for some reason like cabbages for me yeah so like sure like this coconut thing like you had a bad experience with coconut so now like you associate it with being sick or whatever but it's just like but even that is like a little extreme for what they were talking about um but you associate like oh it must have been the like for me, like I got sick and I was like, oh, it must have been the coconut, even yeah, though I like, had yeah. no proof that it was the coconut. And so the teacher was like, oh, does anyone have like this, this thing? Like, can you have an example? And people were just like saying the most wild food shit. And it was like, <laughs> and the teacher's like, that is not what I'm talking about. Like one person's like, oh, my dad made me eat like a whole container of like French's yellow mustard. <laughs> nice. The teacher's like, no, that's like a traumatic experience. <laughs> That's, That's not awful. at all what I'm talking I, about. I, uh, I, I, I like like Asian cabbage, like Japanese cabbage like, and stuff sure, like that. Yeah. That that I can do no problem, but I can't do like a, a head of mm-hmm. of okay. just yeah. Western cabbage. That's, you, you can it, you can do a bok choy. Oh man, like yeah, I can do a bok choy. I I don't know I if Japanese cabbage is different. Right um, I mean, because I get cabbage from the supermarket and it's just pretty much basic cabbage okay because i like shredded cabbage on from this place we get katsu fried mm-hmm. vegan burgers like, like vegetarian like, burgers is it just from. like plain Sick. cabbage yeah i think it's just plain shredded cabbage i think it's yeah. just this, the cabbage that i've normally associated with something that i don't like mm-hmm. to eat but yeah 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 do you do that in the shower you almost have to eat those burgers in the shower because they're messy as fuck but you wouldn't want it to get soggy so mm. Bath. I mean, if it's, I mean, sometimes a, a messy burger is soggy already. So it's true. It's not. They're not like wet though. It's it's yeah. Well, it's like see, a, yeah. Uh, here I've got like two because like a lot of Japanese people sit down in the shower. So I've got like uh, yeah, the, I've got good, like the standing yeah. level and the. Uh, I wish we, we have had a shower seat. Yeah, we have a shower stool and like like they use Gross. like a bucket to like pour the water over their head and I'm like, uh, why don't you stand under the water? I don't want to do that, but I want a shower anyway. sheet seat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we've got like the high level and the low level. So you could, if you had the low level, you could just put the put the faucet down at like your your waist area, and then eat the burger, and then you lift it up, and then you get your <laughs> legs wet, and you know soap them up, and then uh, and then you can get the the top part to finish. 
got something to try. If you brought a burger to, <laughs> this is no longer a podcast about video games. If you had brought a burger to like uh, a public bathhouse, what would people say? They would not let you in. Let's <laughs> say, what is wrong with you? What are you doing you? here? What are you doing okay. here? I know here you can't really take food from other places into other places. <laughs> what like, if the public bathhouse served food? Now we're talking. That would be. I mean, then you're looking at like a like an inn, like a ryokan. Like, a, do you think they like make the hot like dogs? Yukiko in, runs. Make the hot dogs in the spa water. Oh no! Like do some hot dog flavored water. (laughs) Not like, not like. I don't mean like literally in the same place where people are. Oh, okay. In the water, but I mean like, like a fountain kind of situation (laughs) where like like the water's like running out. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta. Is the water running out from the hot dog? Yes, into the into the bath. bath. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Not people's uh, gross bath water being what the hot dogs are made in, but you're bathing in the, the used gross hot dog hot water. Dog water into so the bath. this is this is what Fred Durst truly meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then for dessert, you can have a chocolate covered starfish. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. Okay. No, no not not by the time you're done in the bath. <laughs> nope. Because nope. yeah, it's a little too messy. We nope. gotta start with a chocolate covered starfish. And nope, an no, we're boosh. not doing this. So, <laughs> where can people find you, Andre? Oh, you can find me, Andre. <laughs> I just AKA needed to leave. That's why my <laughs> partner's favorite portmanteau on uh, game related, video game related portmanteau on Twitter uh-huh. at Coolslaw, C O O L S L 4 W. At where can people find you? You can find me at PJC Plays, and I've been thinking about trying to do some kind of video series or something with some of the sim racing stuff I've been doing. So if you Hell yeah. think that would be interesting, tweet at us to the show or tweet at me. And Only if there's a foot cam. Uh, <laughs> some some of it may involve a foot cam, but... Um, okay, great. But not for those reasons. Just game, I would, those, They would fix. be fully closed feet. For you to watch what I do with the pedals. Oh, Only fans. See how much money we can get you. Uh, Alex, where can people find you? Uh, playing near. Okay. Yep. And you can find us on Twitter at Fix Podcasts and Fix.Space, where maybe we'll have a review of MLB the show. I'm not sure what Chris's status is. Heard anything that. from Chris uh, from Chris about that yet? But yeah, we'll he's probably still working on it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll get that up eventually, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. i got to get to sleep so I can play D&D in, like, five hours. I have to do, I'm doing a race, and then I will be Dungeon Master at D&D session shortly after. (laughs) Hopefully I can wake up. Uh, Stay wet, gamers. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.